on earth is that? It's a journey in the comics network production! Hey folks, you're listening to Podcastrophy. You can find us by searching Podcastrophy on all of your favorite podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and more. You can also find us at journeyintocomics.com. We drop a new episode every other Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to Podcast Feed to get the show and exclusive content. Record each episode live every other Wednesday around 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. And you can watch that on Facebook and Twitch. Just follow Podcast Feed on any of those platforms and be sure to chat with us. Also, be sure to check out the Journey into Comics Network and all of its amazing shows. Now, on with the show! I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcast Fee episode 135. I am one of your hosts, Dick, and I have, for the first time in over two months, people in the studio. And one of those peoples is the other host of this show, Dave Linder. What up, what up, what up? How are you, Dave? I'm doing good, just drinking this Mickey's, wanting to fight my stepdad. The last time I actually saw you was on my front porch and you gave we gave like a social distance fist bump we did we did a social distance hug from six feet away yeah six foot six foot away hug. and and you gave me an sd card which i can give you back now (laughs) you gave me std (laughs) i don't i don't know if this is it this might be nicks (laughs) well we'll figure it out we will not right now though but uh oh shit we got brian martin in here brett says uh so uh, our live streams now have uh, captions, I guess. And Brett Maxwell is in the chat saying, "Like he's freaking out. Like they're so they're off sometimes." And he just said, "I just thought you had a stenographer off screen. <laughs> that would be awesome. Can we let's, do that? Let's hire somebody the to be a stenographer. Like an amateur. They only catch like yes. three of them forwards. And and, and, and totally and not like." like trustworthy or bound by law stenographer. <laughs> so they can just say whatever the fuck they want. A loose cannon stenographer. A loose cannon stenographer. Hell yes. Uh, and for the first time in well over a hundred episodes, I have my son, Austin Welch. Glad to be here. <laughs> What's up, Austin? Oh, not much. I'm happy to see people. I'm, I am too. Again, like other than like the last two weeks at work, I haven't seen anybody. I saw Brett and I saw you. Yes. Brett came over. So that was like an accidental podcast. Like he wasn't supposed to come over till Wednesday. Miss like I, I texted him and Nick asking if they were like, okay, coming over, like if they were still coming over despite everything. Cause that was when the shit was going down. And I was, so I was like, are you guys still cool coming over? I mean, I'm down. If you guys are, they thought, or Brett thought I meant that day. <laughs> And oh, Brett. Brett, the night before, that him and Austin Hill uh, bought 13 bottles of rum because <laughs> it was on sale at 350 Liquors. That's 12. I don't even think it was good rum either. But uh, either way, he he blew he blew into his uh, his car breathalyzer and it just set it off. So it's <laughs> like, hey, Dick, can you come pick me up and we can podcast for a while? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, dude. Let's do it. I actually just remembered. I was, I did, I would, the podcast at Scott's. Yes. We were drunk playing cards. Yes. Society. I was part of that. I, so I bombed, I bombed you guys with my, uh, the now his Zoom. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just, I was like, I, cause I've been trying to get you to do a podcast forever and like it just wasn't working, wasn't lining up, wasn't working. So I was like, fuck it. Tonight I'm bringing my recording shit to Scott's and we're recording a goddamn podcast. And boy, did we. Which was just a lot of rambling. And yeah, it was. A lot of really it was. Jokes. It wasn't until like the, <laughs> the end, the end where like I was really starting to feel the alcohol mm-hmm. and it was just getting dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brett says I was waking up at Austin, still drunk from the night before. Yelp. <laughs> yup. I mean, he didn't seem drunk when he was here. He, he seemed perfectly fine. So I saw Brett yesterday, and the day before that. Nice. Have you been to the pub? No, they're not, they're not open yet. They're not? No. He was at my house. Ah. He, uh, me and him have been messaging, and uh, he had no AC for a long time, and it was like 80 degrees yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to come over and chill, man. It was like it was 90 like degrees hour. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, the last two days have been rough. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just wow. Not ready for it. I'm a fat, sweaty man as it is. I'm. is. I'm not... Fat, but I'm not. I'm not tiny. Oh shit, dude! I actually lost weight over quarantine. Good for you, man. And then I gained it back (laughs) the last couple weeks. Nice. Like the first like month, I did. I just only drank water and I fasted, not intentionally. I just did my normal. I'm not working thing where I wake up. I don't eat breakfast. I get occupied with something until like one o'clock and then I'm like, I should eat something. So I unintentionally fast for like well over 12 hours. Sounds exhausting. No, I mean, if like, you're just sitting there, wa- hungry. if you're just sitting there watching oh, YouTube absolutely. videos, yeah. I was just sitting there watching YouTube videos. So like I wasn't you know exerting I energy I woke up this morning. Like when I woke up this morning, what I went to subway, <laughs> like there was no like, Oh, I'm going to go. You went the all the way into town from your house to subway. Yeah. Wow. So I don't, I don't understand this. Like I wake up and then I'll eat in like seven hours. Bullshit. I, I could not really, well, I do that. how physically active are you? Cause when I'm physically active, yeah, I can't do that. Depends on the day. <laughs> it's, it's been a couple months since I've been physically active. So like, if I'm just sitting around that, especially if I'm occupied, if I am like, if my mind is occupied with something like a video game or like there have been days that I have woken up played a video game until like six o'clock at night and been like, Oh shit, I need to eat. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like I said, that's how, uh, yesterday was when I got Pokemon sword. I you know, played it for like six hours and was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the fuck? Where time like, is it? I asked my mom if she was like making dinner. She was like, dude, it's 11. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. Turn you up a little bit. Cause you don't have that mic in your face. Can you turn me on? I- too late, you already have. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Brett says, my house was a sweat box. I almost lost all the weight I put on during quarantine. It's rough. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. So yeah, I lost like 15 pounds. And then like, I started drinking pop again and not giving a fuck anymore and eating a lot of fast food and pizza. And it's just like, nope, it's all back. Cool. I'm, I'm like consistently like 10 to 15 pounds heavier than I was when I moved back here in February. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't look it. So you must have been like frail and thin. Yeah. Like my 
every time I come home for like holidays and shit, that was like that was like the very first thing I'd hear from my family was like, "Are you are you not eating out there?" I mean, no, rent's expensive. I can't afford to live and eat. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like, <clears throat> where, where were you living? Uh, I was in LA for two years. I'm sorry. <laughs> LA. Well, law. Which which part are you sorry about? That I was there or that I'm back? <sighs> A little of both. Because I think I think the fact that you lived in LA was pretty cool, especially when you would send me snaps of which I've I've said on the podcast a few times. Like one time you snapped me while on the while I was doing the show, and it was like you because you would randomly snap me if you saw a celebrity or something, mm-hmm. and you're like, Keanu Reeves is over there on the bus <laughs> or some shit like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I got to meet celebrities in like the most like random fucking ways. Um, like Th- that's what I've heard. That's none what- that are like cool, but it's like interesting you know yeah can you list who oh, all you've met shit. i'm interested um, about this oh man uh, are we going strictly la or la and new york because new york well, let's would, do both new york would be people that i predominantly worked with yeah yeah um when i was in la um i i saw fuck now now i'm not really thinking of anybody the one that sticks out to me and will always stick out to me is ryan gosling yeah um i met ryan gosling i met bo burnham was pretty cool bo burnham's tallest fuck yeah yeah he's like a foot taller than me um i mean yeah i mean i it it was because for a little bit of time i was working at a movie theater and the movie theater um was like was a really high end so a lot like they would do like q a's for movies so a lot of like directors cool you know uh if like a new movie came out like oftentimes like you know the director like one or two of the actors come in like carrie mulligan i met her i met her like three days in a row um and they did, would you come de- in. did you develop like a bond or anything like that? Like, no, I don't know who that is. I have no idea. No, who that none is. of these people would know my face if they saw me. <laughs> uh, I actually saw the entire cast of Crazy Rich Asians, which was pretty cool. Nice, oh, nice, uh, solid. Yeah, uh, I like love Aquafina with like all my heart. So I was like trying to keep my shit together. The worst though, uh, the movie First Man. Did you guys see First Man? With Ryan Gosling, when he played Neil Armstrong. Oh, I think I tried watching that with the bootleg copy I had, and it just mm-hmm. it sucked. So I was so we did that. We did that movie, and we did a Q and A with him. Um, and so he was there. And normally, you know, if if people come in, and I guess this is kind of universal, if they're going to like get a drink or get like something to eat, they they sound like they're people that way. They're not getting like mobbed in the lobby. Yeah, and like Ryan Gosling didn't give a shit. So he like walked like they had him in like the green room, and he walked across the lobby and just came over to the concession stand. I was on my break at the time. And one of my coworkers came back on my break and he was like, oh, you picked like the worst time to go on your break. I was like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, oh, Ryan Gosling's up like right by like your drawer at the concession stand. Man, I tell you, I fucking sprinted over there and I get over to him and I'm like, my chest's like heaving and I'm out of breath. I'm like, (sighs) you're just like, hey, man, (laughs) hey, what's up? You're just like, sir, (laughs) I've worked in in the movie industry for a very long time, the movie theater industry, and I am experienced and I can serve you. To your heart's desire. <laughs> that being said, I've also worked in the movie industry. Please hire me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, LA was like, it was, so it was kind of cool interaction with people and kind of more like a, like a day to day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, New York was a lot more like actually like working like on film sets with people. Um, That's awesome. Like the first movie I did, I worked with Claire Danes, Jim Parsons, uh, Priyanka Chopra, Octavia Spencer was the other one in the movie, but I had never actually met her. Okay. I met, I met the other three. I got a drunk hug from Jim Parsons uh, at, the nice. rap, at the rap party. 
Um, but the, by far the coolest person I ever met was uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah, oh, I was sweet. I was extremely jealous of yeah, that because I, I, I still have the picture on my phone of. Uh, oh I man, just, I like took it. I had to go did across you, the street. Did you meet Ted Danson? No, no, no. Oh no, no. man, uh, no. I met uh, Nick Offerman, Tony Collette, and uh, Kiersey Clemens. They okay. were the three I met. Uh, I actually tap danced on like the sidewalk with Tony Collette. That's actually how I found out she was Australian because mm-hmm. I, I, everything I've ever seen her in, she's American. And then we were sitting there, and I had like. I was specifically assigned to like help her, like cue her for her interest okay. in this record store. And she was talking to me and I, I can't do an Australian accent. So I'm not going to like embarrass myself. I was like, I have a hard time with that like, one too. Fu-? I was like, huh? Like, I was just so confused. And somebody was like, <laughs> yeah. what? Somebody was like, yeah, dude, she's Australian. And I was like, that, I remember the first time I heard uh, Hugh Laurie talk like in, in his that English. Cockney bastard. Yeah. Oh man. I, I heard him. And then, uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. I didn't know yeah. he was English. Uh, I guess uh, yeah. Andrew Lincoln's English from yeah, Walking Dead. That's a weird one. Uh, Idris Elba is really weird because he's got that super cut. Oh, I love like, Idris Elba. <laughs> right? His his voice and accent is just perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so weird. Like, I wonder if um, Hugh Laurie and Benedict Cumberbatch have like the same like dialect coach or something. Because like <laughs> they sound when, very similar. When Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Doctor Strange. He sounds exactly like if you close like your eyes, he sounds like Dr. House. Um, that being said, like in any other movie, like his American accents are all pretty fucking bad. Like he did like a Boston accent in uh, Black Mass and a couple other things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I forgot he was in that. I was like, I, I, I'm like, I can do better. Than that. <laughs> I totally forgot he was in that. Um, I, speaking of Hugh Laurie, I, I just finished watching uh, like a month ago. I finished watching uh, Avenue Five on hbo it's it's a it's a space show it's uh basically we've house advanced space. We've, huh oh, space house house in space <laughs> no he's space the captain house. of a ship that's like it's like a luxury cruise we're we're advanced enough to the point where yeah. nasa is sending luxury cruise ships through the solar system mm-hmm. and just shit goes awry but he's not a real captain he's a he's an actor paid to to act like a captain and put all the people at ease. Meanwhile, the rest of the crew doesn't know they're all each person's an actor. And so they, they eventually find out like within a couple episodes, like they're like, wait, you mean the entire deck is nothing but actors. And they're like, yeah, we're all actors. Wait, you're an actor. <laughs> like, and, and he just keeps going back and forth between his house voice and his real voice. And nobody can keep up with him. They're like, wait, yeah. you're English now. Like what? <laughs> It, it's a it's a crazy stupid show. It has Josh Gad. Um, Intru- I'm listening. Uh, yeah, he's like the the head financer of the whole thing. It's, it's his company. Okay. Uh, oh man, it, it's got a few other people that are like they're always like side roles or like extra not not exactly extras but they're unimportant people in the cast usually, and it's it, it, it's worth actors. watching. Yeah, it, it's it's worth watching. I mean, okay. it's like eight or nine episodes, half hour each. You can yeah. get through it real quick, and it's re- it's chaotic sometimes. Yeah, I have so many things I need to get caught up on, which you'd think I would be all caught up on everything. <laughs> but I would like when like the very first day of quarantine, I watched like five or six movies, like just like yeah. back to back to back. Nice. And I, I did that for like a couple of weeks and can't do it anymore. You yeah. know, I haven't watched too many movies. I haven't really either. Uh, mostly because it's like, oh, I really want to watch that. Oh, but it's like this long. I, I could be doing something else with that time. Like I could watch like 18 YouTube videos in that time. I could watch this show. I, I, my attention span just isn't there. But the other day, 
like i think she, miranda was down here making some tumblers and shit working on those and i was just upstairs basically waiting on her to be done with that so we could hang out and i watched uh i found a video that was all the cutscenes from horizon zero dawn and i watched that for two and a half hours <laughs> It's not. But you can't watch a movie. It's a fi- uh, that that was my the realization I made when I shut that thing off was holy fuck! I just watched this for two and a half hours. I could have watched like, uh, what's the The Irishman? I haven't watched that yet, and I could have watched oh, that in that, that time. Yeah. It's so fuck. I've watched it like five times. Damn, <laughs> I've not I've not seen it either. And that's I like almost eighteen so. hours. Worth I could have watched the Hateful Eight like extended. The extended cut. I and I want to, but I didn't. I should have seen that one. I haven't either. It's it's, if I liked the movie itself more, I would have watched it now, but it's my least favorite Tarantino film. So see once upon a time in Hollywood, I, I, I couldn't even finish it. Really? What? It's yeah. so good. I, though. It was that's, just too slow for me. That's, that's probably, wait, you have, wrong. have you, do you know how it ends? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, the Manson murders, right? But do you know how it no. ends in the, Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you have you have to you have to. Uh, I, I can pick I, it I up. Understand I made the, it about halfway through and we were falling asleep, so we just had to go to bed. That's, you should watch it, man. It's really good. That's probably top three or four Tarantino films for me. Really, my favorite is Reservoir Dogs. Same it's classic. That's my classic. favorite. That's, so that's my and that's uh, that's one of my top five favorite movies of all time, regardless yeah. of anything. Uh, number two's got to be Pulp Fiction. See, I don't like Pulp uh, Fiction. What the fuck? I thought Goodfellas was your favorite. Goodfellas is Mark Scorsese. Oh, yeah. No, not Goodfellas. Um, what's that other fucking movie that Tarantino did? Um, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2, Inglourious Bastards, Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, maybe I maybe I thought Goodfellas was Did Tarantino. Did I miss any? Mm. No, I got them all. Yeah. The Usual Suspects. That's not that's not, not Tarantino, Tarantino either. Tarantino. What the fuck is wrong with I, me? I'm not a big Tarantino I love fan. The Usual Suspects, but if you go back, it's one of those things. Like you go back and watch it, and I, I find this like you kind of watch things from like, you know, you watch a lot of '90s movies, and like you'll see kind of like a common trend throughout a lot of them. Like there is some really really bad acting in like some '90s movies, and, and it's some like, like and it's like some like critically acclaimed yes. '90s movies. Because I think Kevin Spacey won an Oscar for The Usual Suspects. I think he won. Yeah. But, like, some of the guys, I'm like, what? Like, don't get me wrong, it's a great movie, but it's just, it's it's so, kind of jarring to go back and I'm going to blow your mind while also plugging something. Hit me. Dave Linder over here what is up? no stranger to terrible movies. I am not. And he, in fact, has another podcast that'll hopefully have some new episodes soon. We, I don't we're know. We're talking about it. It's hopefully going to be soon. Where he watches terrible movies. Well, movies that he doesn't consider terrible. But the rest that of the world like universally the, it's called we, some some and you know okay. I, I take great pride in like having a hand in naming it you did you did you, you i call it the, D, the it. d-list because <laughs> it's d-list movies it I, I like that it's d-list movies and his name's dave so yeah it works <laughs> it works um, it totally works what, what, what were some of the like what are some that you've uh so we're, we're, uh, me and my buddy john who's like my co-host him and i love bad movies bad horror bad action everything so we're trying to there's so much out there mm-hmm. so we're trying to find like a more obscure like 70s and 80s stuff sure. so we haven't really been touching on like the like bad movies everyone knows you're trying to so find you're not some. watching like the room no, no. hands of fate 
Plan 9 from Outer Space. Like, you're not watching those. I really want you to watch Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing? Even though you've probably seen it, but... You I have seen it. Watch it for though. the show, though. Maybe. Uh, we watched... Uh, one of my favorite ones we've watched on the D-list is called 1990 The Bronx Warriors. Never heard of it. It's fantastic. It's like a Escape from New York meets, like, The Warriors. <laughs> like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Fair. Speaking of that, I did watch... I was going to bring this up. Good segue. I watched probably one of my favorite bad movies now. I've watched it twice in a oh, row yeah. because it's that great. Uh, you guys may have heard of it. I don't know. It's uh, I've never heard of it before. It's uh, like 1993, 94. Uh, it's Paul Walker's first movie. Oh, shit. It's called Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> no, I haven't, I've never heard it of it. It is amazing. Never heard of it. It's got Paul Walker. It's got Denise Richards. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's incredible. It's the director that did Mac and me. <laughs> and it's basically like, it feels like a kid's movie. Like you guys know what Mac and me is, right? I don't know. What it's that like is. the ET ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. It's super terrible. But like this movie feels like a kid's movie. Like it's like that, like it's like a love story kind of thing, uh-huh. but it's super fucking gory. There's like decapitations <laughs> and it is amazing. Tony Kaz says there are some freaking horrible, scary movies. Microwave Massacre. I, uh, I love that movie. I have never heard of it. I haven't really? either. I mean, I have I... a t-shirt for Microwave Massacre. <laughs> I don't even, I mean, I don't even really strongly consider myself like a fan of good horror movies like horror is yeah. not my same not my preferred genre same it's it's definitely mine but i i get it <laughs> you yeah. don't i get it that you don't i like some like i'm more into like cerebral movies like that type of i guess that type of horror anything mob anything organized yeah. crime if you're robbing banks fucking heat the town dude heat oh man i've seen heat in so long i oh, i love the town the, the town is is really high on my list of favorite movies. Like I remember like the first time I saw it, I was like, that was pretty good. I haven't I seen it since it a few the first time later. I watched it. But I, I liked um, it. Dude, I started doing a thing recently where like, I know that I was, that I said I, I kind of got burnt out on movies. But what I've kind of started doing is I have like 250 or so movies on Blu-ray. So it's movies that I've seen like a comfortable amount of times that like I can sit there and enjoy it and maybe look at my phone or maybe, yeah. maybe doing something else. And I kind of just started like rewatching some like my favorite movies. It's been fucking awesome. Yeah, like it's just I recent. So I still have them all over here. I recently went through all my Blu-ray cases and got all the digital codes out of them to see if mm-hmm. any of them still worked. Most of these worked, so I now have these all in digital form, and I can just sell the fucking. Yeah, this this movie I hadn't even taken out of the plastic, but I I love this movie. It's the yeah, account. It's a good movie. I had Let's Be Cops. That movie sucked. But I still put it on my. <laughs> I, I remember I saw Let's Be Cops. It came out uh, probably like my sophomore or junior year at Purdue, uh, and Jake Johnson's character is like a former Purdue quarterback. And I just remember like my jaw like hit the fucking floor when they said that in the movie. I was like, I was like, nice. I was like it's like the most obscure plot point. It's basically like what if like Drew Brees was a burnout. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I was not able to put that on my uh, on my digital. Um, that bums me out because I love that movie. It was a very good movie. Uh, I had Goon. Sean Williams Scott. Fuck yeah, I mean, <laughs> and uh, fucking uh, Leif Schraber. Uh-huh. Schraber or Schrader? Schreiber? Schreiber? Schreiber. I think it's Schreiber. Let's see, I got... Oh, this is Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, Southpaw, Ooh, Justice Southpaw League, good. not the Snyder Cut, which we should be getting soon. 
It's not like I'm going to like it anymore. I fucking hate Zack. Zack Snyder is my least favorite filmmaker. Well, he's, I mean... He's not great. What's what's hilarious is, so... (laughs) We saw uh, my buddy Nick Torres and I, we saw... um, we saw Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice, <laughs> AK. Let's say the name. Yeah, Martha. The Martha movie. Oh, yeah. you said it again. <laughs> no, uh, and we, God. and like I really enjoyed it, and then he pointed out everything wrong with the movie. So he just basically made you rewatch the movie. In, in our in our visit to Dog and Suds after, yes. That's fair. Uh, but at the same time, he pointed out all the things that I found wrong with the movie as well. But I still enjoyed it. It didn't take away from the movie for me. But he's like, oh, yeah, all those fucking slow motion things. Like, it was so fucking Zack Snyder. Well, I, 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 I've I actually kind of recently developed a habit. And I think this is why I don't really go to movies with people too often. Because, um, like, if I leave the theater with somebody... I have somebody that I can turn and be like, hey, I really like the movie, but I didn't like this little thing at the end. And they can be like, oh, I also didn't like this. I'm like, fuck, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Like, I've seen so many movies, or I guess not super recently, but like since I've moved back, um, so since February, like I'll go to the theater with like my sister or like my mom or somebody. And like I'll, I'll enjoy a movie initially. And then like by the time we got into the car, I like, we like ripped it to shreds. And I'm like, but, but I still liked it. But wait. Right, yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, well, well fuck, you should like, be able to criticize your favorite, your the things you enjoy. I mean, you should be able to... I, let me try to see if I can formulate this thought here. You should be able to love something and be able to understand its flaws, but still enjoy it. There's, oh, no, there's no problem with that. Well, no. I mean, it's... it's it goes into a, to a big old debate about, like, is film subjective or objective? And I think there's a bit of both. You know, you can acknowledge that the film is very poorly made and still like it. Oh, yeah. Objectively, I mean, I like bad. the butterfly. Of, objectively, it's bad. The I butterfly mean, effect was my favorite movie for the longest time. That's yeah. a terrible movie. I only really enjoy good movies, so I don't know what that's like. You're right. <laughs> no, uh, no one, of my, one of my favorite movies. Um, to is, be fair, uh, like out of all the movies I know you've seen and I know you love, I don't consider any of them bad movies. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, like, either. you actually have like a reputation for only liking good movies. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that's the case, because it's certainly not really the truth. Um, I just don't really, like, flaunt the bad ones as much. Like, yeah, like, The Wolf of Wall Street's my favorite movie of all time. Um, you know, I love that. Goodfellas is, is, like, top two or three. I watched that recently for the first time. The Wolf of Wall Street or Goodfellas? Goodfellas. Oh. Like, I don't know why I, I, know why I haven't seen it before. I haven't why seen it. I haven't seen Goodfellas. I, it's so funny. Like, like, a big part of my relationship with my dad is predicated on that movie. Really? Like, yeah. all, like, well, like, when I was, like, living in New York or L.A. or someplace, I'd, like, call and just talk to my parents on the phone. And my dad, just out of the blue, would be like, hey, guess what movie I'm watching on TV right now? And, like, I wouldn't even have to fucking guess. Like, it's Goodfellas. Like, I have two Goodfellas movie posters. Like, like, like that's, that's one of my favorite movies. But, uh, no, there are plenty of, like, shitty movies. Like, one of my... Favorite movies that I, I watch. I've seen this movie way more times than I Geely. can admit. Is uh, <laughs> uh, it's called That Awkward Moment. If you're familiar with it, it's got Zac Efron. It's got Zac Efron, uh, Miles Teller, and Michael B. Jordan. This sounds like a great movie. Oh, it does, but like it's so <laughs> poorly written, and like it's just it's basically these three guys who are like best friends who have like kind of made like a pact that they're all gonna stay single, and obviously because of the movie, you know how that's gonna go. Yeah, it and it's just dumb, and it's it's. But it, but I but it's so good. I, I love it. Like it's not a good movie well, by any means. That cast is great. Yeah. Like I, you don't even need to have a great 
written movie when you've got when you have a cast that can just do it yeah and you're just enjoy the people like well like i watch it maybe i'm watching movies for the wrong reasons but like there's like there's so many scenes where like they're just out at like bars and clubs just flirting with girls like fuck man i want to be hanging out with those guys like that's what i want to be doing tonight yeah yeah like that's that's i think a big part of why i like the movie as much as i do yeah um yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I um, I've been really bad at it, but this year I tried to watch. So I found uh, the American Film Institute's top 100 movies of all mm-hmm. time, like the list. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to watch all of them this year, and I've only got to 20, <laughs> even with the quarantine. <laughs> I is that where like number one is Citizen Kane? Like, uh, yeah. Like number two is like Vertigo. Uh, I think so. I have actually had the list on. My I remember I saw that and like. You know, I feel like, you know, they, they, that list should kind of carry a little bit of weight. But then I saw, like, Goodfellas was, like, 97 or something. I was like, yeah, fuck this yeah. list. I was like, no. I tried. I got to, like, 20. Are you starting at 1, making your way down to 100? No, or? I just kind of, like, pick them as I, as oh, I like, okay. they come up, as I, like, like search for them. Basically, if they're free on a streaming service. Yeah. Like, sure. Grab that one next. Yeah. HBO Max is officially out there today. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I got the notification. I thought I was gonna have to like sign up for it and all that. It's like, no, I already have HBO now, so just upgrade. Up, uh, it just yeah. changes to HBO Max, which I can watch Friends again. You have friends right here. I know. Yeah. I would rather watch you guys just sit there on the couch than watch Friends. <laughs> for for as much as I loved it growing up, and and even a bit of my adult life, watched it a little bit and was it like, didn't ah. really age well. It. <sighs> going back and watching like the original episodes i was like this reminds me a lot of clerks but not in a good way like just like the the conversation between the the banter just the back and forth uh, it was very like cut dry cut and, and just yeah. like very precise like just the, the timing between it all was just yeah it was exactly like clerks and i'm like I don't like this. And you're talking about, like, like I want to watch, watch like, season one and everything? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that being said, like, there's not a whole... I mean, sitcoms, like... I mean, that was, what, 94? Something like that. I think Friends came out in 94. I think so. It sounds about oh, right. around, around there. Clerks wasn't much longer, or much before that, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Or Clerks if, was if not after. Um, I mean, I, I always, you know... Sitcoms, in particular, like... This, the first season of really any sitcom is never really good. How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother peaked around season f- like four and five. Yeah. It's so weird. Cause like you know how obsessed with that show I was. We both up. were. And now. You, you can't do it? Or. Well, it, it, you know, they bastardized the ending so much. You know, they basically gave their fans the middle finger and that hurt. And then when you kind of have that anger about like how poorly you think they handled the ending of a show i'm a game of phones fan i understand oh, i know same <laughs> game of phones game of, uh, did i say like, phones yeah you did oops but like yeah when you fuck up the ending that badly it makes me all of a sudden like if i rewatch it it makes me kind of nitpick a little harder and just how lazy a lot of the writing is like i think the show and there are some people who say that it's a friend's knockoff and it kind of is yeah, like, because I like it more than I like Friends. But it had like, more of a story, a, mo- a more cohesive story yeah. than Friends did. But also, like the thing that I never loved is like you. They would find like one line, one like one punchline or one joke, and it would work so well. And they would use it 
for like the next like season and a half. Yeah. And I'm just like, it, that's just lazy writing. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, that's why I, don't I can't, I can't like disagree. However, I have watched it. I think I've watched, I've gone through it, I think twice since it ended uh-huh. and it, it, I still enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. I mean, there, there's still, because it does have a lot of heart and there, there is a lot of, there's a ton of good there. Yeah. If you want to sift through. Well, that and I, I have like this attachment to it because it was the very first show that I watched premiere mm-hmm. and also like followed all the way to the end and watched end live yeah. both times. And, you know, and I, I think that's a, that's a really cool feat. Yeah. Even, I, I even for a show like how I met your mother. Yeah. Like I, I wish I could have done that with breaking bad. I wish I could have done yeah. that with game of Thrones and like really fucking awesome shit like that. Yeah. But I think, but I mean, yeah, like even like the first season of how I met your mother, it's very choppy. I feel like they just didn't really know what they had. First couple um, the, episodes. You know, for the, sure. and the characters, you know, aren't very well developed. My favorite sitcom is Parks and Rec. Oh yeah. It's probably uh, mine too. Yeah. I, I, Are you guys ready? Again, seasons like season, like one and like part of season two. Not very good. No, no not you know, so I always much. tell people, I always tell people like you can, not, like you can jump in at the beginning of season three and you, you might've missed a couple of good jokes, but overall you haven't missed great content. I mean, content. the, the best, the best stuff came from Nick Offerman in the first few seasons. Yeah, I and mean, then, Nick Offerman carried it the first few seasons, and like, then the rest of it, it's like, okay, now I'm really starting to enjoy all of these other characters. Yeah, like you, even Chris Pratt was like a close second for Nick Offerman in the first couple seasons. Yeah, I, I feel like I have to say, you know, that Nick Offerman was my favorite character throughout, but I don't know that that's true. I think my top, I know, I think my top three would have to be. Uh, Nick Offerman, Aubrey Plaza, and Chris Pratt. Like, like that's pretty valid. That's yeah, pretty absolutely. close for me too. Yeah. Well, Rob Lowe. Rob, Rob Lowe's great. great. Yeah. Bullshit. I mean, I, I, his his uh his character like really grated on me after a while, but mm-hmm. it's still great. Just that like over the top enthusiasm. I'm a microchip. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a microchip. Stop pooping. <laughs> Scientists say they believe that the first human being who will live to be 150 has already been born. I believe I am that human being. <laughs> no, there, there's one. There's one. It's a sight gag, um, but it's it's um, it's when they're campaigning. It's it's, it's in the series episode that has Paul Rudd, which by yeah, the way, okay. that's one yeah. of the best like oh, three or four episodes yes. God, yeah. yes. ever. They uh, Bobby Newport. He he was in it's, the he was in the quarantine special. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he uh, he opened it. But it's it's when so it's when they're campaigning when she's running for city council and they have like the campaign bus and there's one and you don't even like nothing there's no attention drawn to it but the campaign bus is driving down the road and you just see Chris or Rob Lowe just fly past it on his bike and <laughs> it, it, like I, I had a friend who was watching for the first time I had already seen the show all the way through my friend was watching it and he was like was that and he like we were watching it on Netflix and we went back like seven times and we were just like in tears how much we laughed at that just him just. I mean, he's not like going alongside the bus. Like he's like, it's like the bus isn't even fucking moving, and he's just hauling ass. Um, <laughs> Which totally fits with his character yeah. because he's just a maniac. I, and Perkins. And, and Perkins. Ah. Whoa. I forgot to mute the outro. We're done. It's over. Oh, nice. Podcast is done. <laughs> well, that was easy. That podcast is spoken. That hasn't happened in well over a hundred episodes. So congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. History making. Normally, I'm pretty good about like. All right, muting let's throw that. out episode 136. We're not done here. All right. Fuck it, let's do another one. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, dude, no, my favorite, no, my favorite, Paul Rudd. I think maybe my favorite line. It's not so much a line as it is just Paul Rudd being 
Paul Rudd. Oh yeah. Is when uh, it's when they're they're going back like it's like right before the election and Leslie and Bobby are standing there and he's like, "Oh, that's why I'm going to vote for you, blah blah." blah. And she's like, <laughs> "You're not going to vote for yourself." He's like. Leslie, you can't vote for yourself. <laughs> That's illegal, I think. But then, but then he sees like the boom mic hanging down. And it's got the wind cover on it, like the the dead cat. And he's like, "What is that?" And he goes to reach it. She's like, she, "She's like, don't." No, 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 no. Yeah, she's like, "I'm gonna save you from yourself." Right. It's just like that. That I think is my favorite Park Park moment of all time. Uh, I have to say, like my favorite moment was when Ron cashes in all of his days off. He's like, I have accrued like approximately like 400 days uh-huh. of, of vacation time <laughs> from never using any of my vacation time. Uh, I, I think it's because he, he found out Tammy was like, yeah, like yeah. Tammy was in the area or something. He's like, I am. She's I'm going off the grid. <laughs> and, and like next thing you know, he's like climbing out a window. Yeah. He's like, I am cashing in all of my time. Yeah. It's like the fucking survival bag in the vent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he goes completely off the grid. <laughs> See again, like some of the, I think some of the best moments are just like, are like unspoken. It's like when, uh, when uh, Andy is becoming, when he becomes Ron's assistant, because April, I think it's when April has the flu. Yeah, yeah. And and he's he's sitting at her desk, and the phone rings, and he he picks it up. He's like, oh yeah, let me just transfer you. And he pushes the button, and you just hear the dial tone. He's like, Ron, I accidentally dropped another call, and Ron just goes, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of smirks at him and gives him a thumbs up. I'm like, I love that. God, I love that show so much. But the cool, the best thing about that and being a fan of that show and being a fan of Nick Offerman is that Nick Offerman is the nicest human being I've ever met. I've heard that. I've we, heard that. Uh, so, so the movie that we were talking about. Hearts Be Loud. Hearts Be Loud, which is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I only watched that movie. Because well, I only knew about that of, movie because, because of you. It. Yeah. And so when I watched it, it wasn't the movie I thought it'd be, but it ended up being oh, so, so fantastic. It's, it's it's phenomenal. And then I, I remember while I was watching it, I saw he was at the bar with Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. He was drinking a hams. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, Nick Offerman's drinking a hams. And you're like, uh, you know, I, he's put away some hams in his day. He's from. Oh, oh yeah. And you're like, I drank a hams with him. And I'm like. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but we uh, so we're so we're shooting at this record store in Brooklyn. Move this if we're done. <laughs> Oh, I just feel like so like awkward. Like I have to like. We're not done. We're, that was a joke. <laughs> you took that seriously. You fell for the ruse. <laughs> you fell uh, for it. No, so we were shooting at this record store in Brooklyn, and uh, at one point, like somebody like gone into like trying to shop, not seeing that there was clearly a movie being shot there, and so they were like, "Okay, we need a PA on each of the doors." There were two entrances. So I was at one. This girl was at the other. Austin, hold your microphone. What are you talking about? We're still recording. Oh. <laughs> I moved my I actually team. just had to fix your fix your audio because Miranda said Austin is quiet, can't hardly hear him. Oh. And uh, I realized I didn't even have that audio on for you for the live stream. You're still being recorded over here for yeah. sure. Um carry on with the chlorophyll. Yeah. More like chlorophyll. That was like that. <laughs> um, God, we uh, so I was at this door and so they got the, the shot done and they were all coming out my door, like the director and Nick Offerman and all these other like assistant directors and everybody. so I'm holding the door open and they're all like oh thank you thank you as they walk out and Nick Offerman loops back around to me and he's like hi we haven't met yet I'm Nick and I'm like and I'm, on the inside I'm like freaking the fuck out I'm like, awesome. I'm, like, just, I'm like just remember your own fucking name man I'm like oh hey Nick nice to meet you I'm Austin we're talking we were talking for like 5-10 minutes he was like oh like is it your first day on set you know we're really lucky to have you hope you have a great time blah blah we're just shooting the shit I was like, he's the I was like, I was like you are the nicest fucking human being I've ever met that's awesome I, I totally bet he would have like talked more if, yeah, you yeah. to, if you would have told him he was, you were from Indiana. Oh yeah, 
because like he's he's from Illinois, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he went to the University of Illinois, so I could be like, your school sucks, but like we're both Midwest guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to anybody listening who went to. Right, the University I remember. Of I remember reading his uh, book, Paddle Your Own Canoe, mm-hmm. and like he talked all about growing up in like Illinois and yeah. driving a Subaru. Um, God, I don't remember. It was a studio. It was an old ass Subaru. Yeah. Uh, said that was the most reliable car he ever had. Shout out Subaru. <laughs> Woo! Shameless plug. Very shameless. Uh, Goddamn. Um, so yeah, ever since ever since then, like anything he does, I'm like, I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna yeah. watch that show. Awesome, I'm gonna watch dude. that movie. Uh, I'm gonna read your book. You recently did a thing on Netflix about like about tripping and LSD and all that shit. I've uh, I I had a friend uh, talking about. That. I haven't seen it. It's but... it's. Uh, I almost didn't know it was him uh, uh. until I heard his voice because he he has a full an almost full beard. He has the Amish yeah. beard. Yeah, he he, has a, he he got rid of the mustache. He just had the chin strap, but it was like really. To thick. be fair, I think he could grow it back in about a day. Yeah, easily. <laughs> I I gotta say though, I'm not really a fan of his stand up. It's it's really really oh, uh, dry. American Ham. I still enjoyed it. It's either American Ham or Full Bush. I don't know. Um, I think he came here to Purdue on Full Bush. Yeah, he was at Purdue for a so, while. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, the Netflix special he did yeah. is uh, Full Ham. And it, it was mostly just quotes from either his book Gumption or his book uh, Paddle Your Own Canoe. Yeah. And uh, it was just it was just really dry, and I had a hard time watching it in terms of like— Have you seen the video of him rapping? No. There's a, so I don't know, like, so his wife does like a comedy duo. I can't remember who the other woman is, but they have like a comedy duo and they're pretty funny, but they have a song. I don't think it's their song, uh, but they have, they do a version of a song called smell yo dick, which is basically like, yep, I know you're, that song. you're out there cheating. Let me smell your dick to like, make sure you're not fucking other girls. Smell yo dick. And so, it, so you can look it up. I mean, if you just like YouTube, like Nick Offerman, smell yo dick, which is, <laughs> not make sure it's on YouTube and not Google. I was about to say it's not something <laughs> yeah. to plug today, but uh, yeah, if you look that up, he like wraps up verse at the end, and like it's so fucking funny. Like I was like, he he can he can do anything. He's yeah, he's he's got a lot of talent. Like I said, I'm ton of very biased. I mean, it's it's easy to be biased. I mean, because he's like one of my best friends. You, you easily, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it. Sounds like it. You easily fall in love with his character, Ron Swanson, and you realize he's not much apart from Ron Swanson. Like those, mostly him. Yeah. Um, and he's he's just a he's a great dude with great values. I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, so like, I'm just reading his book. It's just like, man, this guy's awesome, and he's he's a great guy to look up to. Yeah. I think. Um. Yeah, I think anytime you have a character who kind of embodies the actor that plays them, I think I think you mm-hmm. you're set up for success. The, the one that I always think of right off the bat is the janitor from Scrubs. Oh yeah, now, he was intended to be like I can't remember if it was like the first episode or like the first season, and that was supposed to be it. And they were like, "He's too fucking funny. We have to yeah. keep him around." And then it got to the point where they're like, we, "We're not even going to write lines for you. Like Neil can just say whatever he wants, and we'll put it in the show." <laughs> and like, sure enough, I guess how like so many of his lines came to be. Like that's that's like I think you're gonna get better content that way than you are with good writers. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, Chris Pratt's pretty good at it too. Like the the he's just goofy. Yeah, he's just a goofy dude. Well, I, if I ever think of like 
improving lines you know the one because i've seen a lot of like parks and rec like behind the scenes stuff and like panels with like the writers and everything yeah and they say you know every they're like every actor had like one or two improvised moments that made it into the show but for the most part things kept stuck pretty well you know, stuck pretty close to the script and they said the number one that like just pissed the writers off with how fucking funny it was was uh the flu episode when when ben is taking leslie out of her office and he's like, Leslie, I typed your symptoms into the thing here, and it says you could have network connectivity problems. <laughs> and like, like, how the fuck do you come up with that? Like, that's so good. I, I thought you were going to say that. I yeah, love that line. That, that is like, that is just gold. <laughs> he was just, and he's just riffing. He was just so the character is just so adorably stupid. <laughs> I love like, hearing him talk about it. He's like, he's like, he's so stupid, but so confident. He's like, and I think, oh, yeah. like, if you have somebody who, who is both of those things, he's like, then I think you are set up for, <laughs> for them to just be the funniest person. Stupid and confident. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that, that's Joey Tribbiani. It's like, my, no, my, I think I love, <laughs> he went, when I, he gets his tooth knocked out. I think it's in the last season. When he gets, a, he's working with Ron, he gets his tooth knocked out. So they go to the dentist. And Ron is talking to the camera about how, you know, all he wanted to do was forget that he had kids. And Chris Pratt runs up with, like, the little magazine. He's like, Ron, I found all five differences. And Ron's like, those are two completely different pictures. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Like, like that, just that, that sheer, like, look at me, be proud of me, uh-huh. I fucking did it. And it's like. I love I love that episode where him and or Ron and uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Andy, that they bond. Over like playing football in the park. Yes, and, and, and Ron's and uh, Nick Offerman's giggle, which is totally, which is, which is real. That's yeah, just, that's how it totally laughs. is. But it's totally the opposite of the character. Yeah. So when it comes out, it's just hysterical. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Go on!" And he yeah, runs into the car. I'm good. I'm good. Andy, wait for me. <laughs> You had me at meat tornado. <laughs> Literally killed a guy last year. Oh my god, this this episode has just become just parks. And hey, rec. it's all it's I'm all good. It. I'm into it. It's all good. I'm, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Treat yourself. 2016. Oh my god, those two the the um the two bro- the brother and sister characters. John Ralphio and Lisa. Yeah. Oh my god. John, I think no, actually. I, if we're only going main cast, then I said those three were my favorites. If we're going every single character, Jean Ralph is my favorite character. Oh, fuck because you. he's fucking insane. Some Absolutely insane. Uh, there's that one dude. He's like the owner of a company, but I, I don't I don't know the actor's name. Uh, I'm pretty sure he played in Big Mouth as well. What, Dennis Feinstein. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Mantukas. Yeah, dude, that guy is fucking funny. Yeah. I was watching him. Total on, like, dick. I was watching him on like a talk show, and he was like. He was like, yeah, he's like, I always get like typecast to just put like fucking scumbags. <laughs> he and, like, sounds like a scumbag. Because like, well, the first thing I ever saw him on was The League. Same. And I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? I'm like, I just, I don't want anything to do with him. And like, I watch, uh, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I uh, love yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And he's hilarious on there. And like seeing him as Dennis Feinstein in uh, Park Chan, I'm like, you're a really funny guy. But yeah, he's uh, Jay in Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Dude, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is fucking hilarious. Big Mouth is good. I love that I watched show. The fir- I watched the first episode, and I was like, wow, this is not what I was expecting to be. And then I didn't go back to it for like two years. Nick, and then I, and then, but then when I went back, I watched all Nick Kroll created a show of just gold, like teenage gold. Nick Kroll is vastly underrated as a comedian. Absolutely. I, I hated him until until Big Mouth. Like, I could not stand him. 
Oh, and then, then just hearing all his like voice acting and like just mm-hmm. the writing of that show, how it's like, I get it because like I was a teenager once. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, and, and the good thing about that is like he like that like doing that doing like oh hello with John Mulaney, um, like you give him a lot more like freedom because like I I knew Nick Kroll for the longest time. He would do like walk on like he'd be in, like one scene or a comedy movie. Like I remember yeah. he's in he's in the beginning like get he's him to the, the Greek. douche. He was the back to Parks and Rec. He's the douche. Um, <laughs> fuck, we could legit have like a three-hour like where we just talk about Parks and Rec. Yes. Parks and Rec podcast. I'm easily in. sign me up easily. Um, but yeah, yeah, Nick Kroll. Um, he's he's definitely gotten a lot more like recognition and a lot more opportunity in the past. I don't know, like, four or five years. Absolutely, uh, I love it. He's another one. He's very good at playing like unbelievably obnoxious people yes that's why i hated him for the longest time until until big mouth and just like i mean only he can come up with the hormone monsters Mm -hmm. and it be successful i love his fucking hormone monster voice touch yourself he sounds like (laughs) i can't remember the guy's name there's an actor that he fucking sounds like that for the longest time i thought was this other guy and then i oh i um will arnett no, it's not Will Arnett. Oh, damn. He I does kind of sound like Will Arnett. Eh, it's it's like the deep Will voice. Bit, it's yeah, that really deep, deep, raspy. A little bit of gravelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but yeah, there is a, an actor that I was like, is he on the monster? He's got to be. And I was just content thinking that. And then I saw that it was Nick Kroll. I was like, I'm dumb. <laughs> if there's one voice that you could like impersonate perfectly, who would it be? Oh, fuck. I don't Both know, of you. man. Because here's the thing, I feel like if I give you an answer, you're going to make me fucking do it, and I'm not going no, to. I, I, no, I, I, no, no pressure here. No pressure um, here. I'm just wanting to know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like everybody and their mom has done a Matthew McConaughey impression in their lives. Yep. Yeah. Brandon Stone does a, a, an amazing, well, he does an amazing any impersonation. There's only, there's very few impersonations he does that are just, no, I, I don't like that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he does Arnie. He does Arnold Schwarzenegger perfect. He does Matthew McConaughey perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Like, almost Matt Damon level perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other, but, oh, man, he does so many Dude, good ones. To clarify, when I say I, 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 everybody's done a Matthew McConaughey impression, I've done all right, all right, all right. And my other, my favorite line from Days and Fuse, which is, uh, that's what I love about these high school girls, man. Yeah. Uh, I get to keep getting older. They stay the same, same age. Me. Yep. That, I, I, I can do those two lines. Think about Brandon Stone. See, he actually dives into their psyche. Uh-huh. And, like, he understands the way they talk. He understands how they're going, like, how they're going to come up, like, the yeah. next word in their, in their, line of words yeah. sentence uh sentences <laughs> word line word line with end um no he 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 understands their their just personalities their their See, I, I am not nearly that their psyche uh me I, if i were to pick a, an actor to impersonate it'd be patrick warburton like you mostly just, just cronk you just have to <laughs> fucking i was gonna say you just kind of like make your voice deeper and you just fucking yell you just gotta talk like this no that's kind of off, but That's whatever. Not it's not the worst. I, I see, but here's the thing: like, I feel like you could do a really good Joe Swanson impression if you did that, but you just fucking yell, yell all the time. I uh, see. Yeah, I haven't practiced Joe Swanson enough, and I'm not a big Family Guy guy fan. So well, I love Family Guy. Uh, I, I haven't watched. I mean, 
Because they still do new episodes, right? I think so, yeah. I, I say, haven't seen anything I say I'm not a Family Guy fan. I hate it until I watch it. It's just one of those shows. Kind of the same, actually. I'm like, I don't really... Like, and then I'll watch the episode. Okay, that was pretty fucking good. hate when people are quoting it around me, but as soon as I watch it, I'm like, yeah, it's funny. Oh, it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I, I, I just, It's so funny, because when I was a kid, I would do impressions all the fucking uh-huh. time. I was... You know, because I'm very much a parrot. Like, if you if I hear it, I can kind of get it back to you. Um, do you remember? I I will. I assume either of you watched Hey Arnold. Yeah. Oh yeah. You remember? Uh, was it Stinky, the really tall, skinny kid? Yeah, yeah. Like with like the kind of the hillbilly. Yeah. I remember. I think that was. I think that was like the first voice I learned how to do. Oh man. Nice man. I forgot about that show. Or uh, no. Um, that was definitely not the first voice. I the first voice I learned to do was Patrick from uh, SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was. Uh, Can you do it now? No. Is, I, is it because of pressure? Or yeah, because... No, yeah. That's why. If I was standing in my room like by myself, like I could kind of work in this thing. Like you feel less guilty workshopping it. Like if you're doing it for people, you feel like it has to be like spot on. Right. Oh yeah. It's like oh well, then I'm putting on a show now, and I, yeah, fuck that. Man, I remember so back in 2010, like I got real big into Metalocalypse. Okay. So I watched that with Scott Collins a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just me, Scott, and Matt. We would all just watch Metalocalypse and just quote it nonstop. So I got really good at a lot of the voices. Like I can do Pickles, a little bit of Murder Face, a little bit of Squizgar, and a little bit of uh, Lo- Toki. Toki. I about calling him Loki. Wow. Um, I, I could never do Nathan Explosion though. Like here I used and there. to. Now I can't so much. Here and there I can. It just depends on the what the line is, but. I can do a pretty good pickles. Pickles is probably like my top one. I can't believe I actually forgot what my what my best impression is. It's not Matthew McConaughey it, by a mile. It's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh shit! I can actually yeah. I, I can do a decent Kermit. All right, Kermit the Frog here. Yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's a good. good one. That's yeah, pretty that's solid. Good. Like I have no impression. That's pretty I solid. He, he's also got a pretty pretty sick Wisconsin accent. We went to Wisconsin. So we went to Wisconsin. Fuck Wisconsin. <laughs> Fuck Wisconsin. Uh, we Fuck went. Wisconsin. We went to Wisconsin to see um, Yellow Cards. We went to see a Yellow Card on their final tour. I forgot that that was in. For some reason, I always lumped that to Chicago, but it was in Milwaukee. No, it was in Milwaukee. And so we had a plan. We were gonna go up there, gonna go see Yellow Card. My, I had friends. Uh, shout out Erica. <laughs> Uh, I had I had like three or four friends up there, all that I all knew through Erica. Never met them. I just knew them through the internet. Somehow, some way, I knew you them through the internet. And I so we go up there, and the plan was they were all gonna go to Yellow Card with us, and then they couldn't. Yeah, they didn't fucking. Happen. And then so we were like, all right, well we'll meet up afterwards because I had always wanted to go to Milwaukee and experience Milwaukee. And so they're like, yeah, we'll meet up afterwards, go to bars and shit. And I was like, sweet. I got the next day off. Like, Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Fell asleep. And then then, I went from like 100 to zero. Oh, so I know. And oh, then we were, by the time we got to a hotel, we were just we were all just so mad. At absolutely none of the none of my friends up there were responding. One, she had her kid. OK, so she was she was out. She mm-hmm. she let us know way ahead of time. Another uh, Erica, she just fell asleep supposedly fell asleep couldn't get a hold of her so like the next day the other friend sophie she ended up tripping her balls off and she's like holy and then she didn't message us until like so 
we ended up driving like a half an hour outside of Milwaukee, and we literally just stopped at the first motel we found, which ended up a half an hour outside of Milwaukee. Yeah, it wasn't really awesome. No, that, that motel sucked. It smelled like the person in there before us just like chain smoked a pack of cigarettes. Oh, and like, not to mention Ugh. the murder scene. But it, <laughs> it looked like somebody was murdered in there. Don't know. Maybe someone was, but uh, yeah, just like ha- like maybe. Ugh. I don't know how long after we got settled into the room, Sophie messaged like, "Dude, I just came off of a trip. I'm so sorry." <laughs> I'm like, cool. I remember, like, cause we were we were driving around because it was like it was a combination of like we were well, hungry. Should we, well, should we kill time and try to? We were hungry as shit. We were, we and were there starving. Was, there was a McDonald's right around the corner from the venue, closed. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, a, a McDonald's, which is typically twenty four seven most places, yeah. closed everywhere yeah. in Milwaukee, closed. Given it, it was a Wednesday night. That was the night the Cubs won the World Series. Yes, it was. Yep. Uh. God, that was a great show, though. It was a great show. And, and, uh, that was my first time seeing Yellow Card, which would be the last. Which, yeah. I've seen him since then, um, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, 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 the only other times I'd seen Yellow Card were all on Warp Tour. Yeah. And so, you know, with Warp Tour, you know, it's just these massive fucking crowds that, like, you know, yeah, if you are, you know, if you try hard enough, you can really, like, fight your way to the front. You know, if you really... I mean, you have to be there for, like, two bands in advance. Yeah. Okay, well, that band's fans... That band's fans kind of disperse. I remember Mayhem Festival. And then, (laughs) you know, you're one band ahead. Okay, their fans are gone now, so you can push a little forward. And then you just have to fucking elbow your way through people. And even then, I mean, because people, you know, want to be jumping around doing this and that, which is fine. You know, go to a concert, live your life. But, like, if you're that close, like, at Warped Tour, like, you're not going to have a good time. But, uh... Absolutely. But we were... I mean, fuck me. We were probably double the distance between you and me. That was the distance between us and them. That's about how it was for Miranda and I at Good Charlotte. That's badass. And Good Charlotte was badass. I when <laughs> I saw Ryan Key on his own in uh, L.A. last March. Did you get the VIP for that too? Because you got it the, for Yellow Card. I got VIP for Yellow Card to do like a meet and greet. Um, the VIP I think had like sold out or something, but like. So it was at the Roxy, which is this club on the Sunset Strip in West Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'd never been there. I didn't really know what to expect. I've heard, I've heard of that place. I have yeah, too, actually. A, a, lot of, a lot of famous people have played there, but I didn't know what to expect. And it's a tiny venue. Yes. So I went up, and there were a lot. I went there. I went by myself, because I didn't really have friends in L.A. at the time. And uh, so I go. I get in. I go to the bar, and I'm like, I get a beer, and I'm like, okay, I have to go get a good spot, because I want to make sure I'm close. And I look, I can just like, I could like literally just like go walk on stage if I wanted to. Like, there's fucking nobody between the bar and the stage. I'm like, the fuck. So I, so I get like right there. I plant myself right at the front of the stage. Here's like the main microphone. I'm like literally right here. And uh, three or four opening acts went. Um, one of them's actually good. Really good. I actually started listening to them. Uh, shout out Selfish Things. Uh, I actually listen to them quite a bit now. Um, but here, I can just show you how close I was because somebody from the venue took a picture and I'm the, so that's the back of my head oh, and that's damn, where he's wow. standing. So like, and you've seen, close. you've seen the one. Oh right? yeah. I've seen that picture. Yeah. So like, 
Uh, I always did wonder how you got a picture that good of a picture, right? While I not said, taking well, a picture of it yourself. Like, well, you know, I had RSVP'd the event on Facebook because I still use Facebook, and somebody from like who manages like the venues Facebook page had posted pictures, and I saw I was like that's that's me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna fuck steal that, tag uh, myself in that uh-huh. shit, like so. Yeah, I just thought it was, I just thought, I don't know. Like, that was, that was one of the most fun shows I've ever been to because, I mean, there were probably, like, less than 100 people in the audience. Yeah. But it was yeah, so, so personal, small and intimate. Like I said, like, I could, I could have reached out and just given him a high five if I yeah. wanted to. Um, That's awesome. So we got, we got pretty close during the yellow card set. We did. Be, uh, because the because pit there opened was a up. Pit, the pit opened up and, and we, we just booked it. We're just like, we just, it was, it was you, me, and my ex. And, and my sister. It, and Kayla, yes, and we we just all look at each other like, link arms and go. I was like, oh, are we gonna are we gonna try to make it? You're like, yeah. So we fucking book it, dude. I think Kayla got left behind. Kayla got she lost left behind, but she but she she made her way back. Yes, I remember, dude. I uh, maybe this means I'm getting old because I'm starting to enjoy going to like live shows a little less. But like, so I saw Silverstein and August Burns Red Ooh. in uh, at the Wiltern in Los Angeles last summer. Oof. And so there was like there was an open pit area. Yeah, I love August Burns Red Live. They're so good. I mean, Silverstein's probably they're my favorite active band. Uh, now the yellow card is no more. Um, <laughs> All but right, we uh, I went with my friend Aiden. And we're there, and we're we're nowhere near the pit. Like we're with just people who are all kind of mid to late twenties who just kind of wanna. Mm-hmm. And there's one drunk dude. One. One fucking That's guy all it takes. who's just jumping through his body weight. That's all it takes. Because if you jump into me, I'm gonna shove you away. He kind but of he'll, wants but he'll that take that because he's like, oh, he's getting into it with me. And but, yeah, exactly. And at one point, I was, I just, I, 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 I said something, and he was telling, like, I think I wasn't the only person kind of yelling at this guy. Uh, other people were like, dude, like you need to knock the fuck off. And he's like, oh, just chill, bro, just chill. And then he came up to me afterwards, like, to, like dap me up. I was like trying to throw a hug. I'm like, no, dude, like fuck off. Yeah, like, fuck off. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to like take a video right now. I'm trying to be that one guy taking a video, like, because this is my favorite song. I want to show people that I was at this fucking concert. And like, oh, I was, I was pissed. It's been a long time since I actually shot video during a concert. Like, it's it's been a long time since I've really even taken pictures. I I'll do I'll do one to a show. I'll yeah. do one like I'll do one like ten second video just like snap. Just yeah, that's ball. that's the and most like, I'll do. Yeah. Other um, than that, like the people who like record the whole thing, yeah, fuck, fuck out that. of it. No. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Live in the moment. Yeah, I'll do you that know, too. Like I'll be like, all right, I was here. Like the last uh, yeah. this last is time one I saw of, Iron Maiden, I was yeah. in the pit. So uh, I'm like, I gotta get a picture how close I was. And I'm like boom, okay, good. This is one of those cases where having a significant other at the concert helps a lot because Miranda takes a lot of pictures. Yeah, and so like I'm like, okay, I'll let you do that and all fucking enjoy this show meanwhile she's she's doing what she loves so like i never like when we would like when i would go to warp tour i don't think i ever took pictures i don't think i ever took videos when we went to mayhem oh man 10 years ago yeah that's so funny story about that that so i always called him my son along with my 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 other friend joel he's also my son i i I said austin's my son because he reminds me so much of joel (laughs) they had never met (laughs) joel you should be flattered so oh, great. Fast forward, great fast forward a couple of years. We go to Mayhem Festival. Joel and Austin meet for the first time, mm-hmm. and they are inseparable the entire day. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like they just hung out. All, no, they they ended up getting separated from us and just hung out together all day. Yeah, we were on the lawn on the lawn at 
What is it called? It's, Ruoff it's now? clipped. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's Ruoff. It's Ruoff now. But, but it was, I, I still call it, I still call it Verizon. Verizon. To me, it will always be Verizon. I still call it Deer Creek. So. Verizon Klipsch, home Ruoff Creek. Um, we were just on the lawn <laughs> watching Five Finger Death Punch. Like and, like there was like nobody. Around. It, like, it looked oddly intimate. Like because <laughs> we're just like sitting off like uh, where there's a fucking nobody. And just yeah, that was the hit. that was the concert that uh, I ended up barricade for in this moment. And like that, that was just moment. that was like stupid. That you were talking about being barricade for a mm-hmm. warp tour, any, yeah. any band on warp tour. Yeah. And I was like, and then at that and at that moment, uh Maria Brink was like, I want to see everybody crowd surf up here and slap and my hand. Fucking kicked in the head and shit. Oh like, fuck crowd dude, surfers. I was yeah. I was big guy, all, fuck them. All I was I used to do that when I was like <laughs> when I was like 16. No, that was me. Oh, man. Yeah. I, mean, I was I'm dead center. I'm easy to dead throw. center stage on barricade where you know where oh, the singer God. is where everybody's gonna be <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. I'm getting Yeah but you're also small so I was yeah. a lot smaller then too. Being a big guy, fuck crowd surfers. So it was me and Scott's sister Amanda. Yeah. So I, Scott was somewhere in there too, as well, along with Corey Land. Um, but no, I remember after after that set was over because I was that was pretty close to the end of the set. So after that set was over and everybody was starting to disperse, I just pulled a giant fucking just knot of hair out of my of my hair because it just got caught from all the people yeah, going yeah. over me, and I'm like, oh god, oh it's a cat. <laughs> Gross. When yeah. I went and saw uh, Descendants in Chicago. There was this dude that I kind of knew from like the punk scene in Chicago. Yeah. And he was right next to me when they played. And he like goes, so I lift him up and like, you know, toss him in the crowd. Two minutes later, he's right next to me going, I'm like, God damn it. Like six times. I'm like, fuck, I'm done. I moved. No, it's like a child. It's like a child that's jumping off. Yeah. Yeah. Off a bed on you into your arms. Do it again. Do it again. I growing up, you know, I. Like I, I wrestle. I always like even as somebody small, I was really like I'm kind of I'm kind of tough, you know. <laughs> um, I remember, and I would so I would go in the pits at shows, and it was Warp Tour. I was in college because my college roommate was at the show with me. We were seeing uh, a day to remember, and they were doing Mr. Highway's thinking about the end, and you know that song has like a really good breakdown in it. And we were we weren't in the pit. We were which, my which one's the disrespect your surroundings? I think it's Mr. Highway. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it is that's that like one. the best meme ever. Feel free to yeah. correct me in the comments. Um, oh shit, we got Alex Taylor. What up? Oh shit, what up, Alex? But uh, so we're so we're not in the pit because I guess my girlfriend's with us, so I'm not trying to leave her or anything. Uh, but there's this little kid that's just a skinny, gangly little, probably in high school. He's on the edge of the pit, and some asshole just fucking shoves oh, both hands God. to the back throws him into the pit right as this big dude, probably about your size, is bringing his elbow back, Ooh. clips this kid in the head. I'm like, I, to this day, I think that kid is dead. Like, that kid died. <laughs> that kid fucking died. People just danced on his body. I really hate people that just don't get the pit. Yeah. You know, the people that are just there for violence. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like and they, it's like, dude, the pit is for, okay, we're shoving each other. We're, we're being a little forceful with each other. We're not hurting each other. I we're, remember... It, and I, there are just people that don't fucking understand. No, they that. don't. It's usually like college bros. Every like it's a punk show I've been to, it's yeah. like, yeah, bro, come on. Matt was like that. Matt was, Matt like, that. was like that. Matt was, he, Matt was both fists. Oh, just yeah. He was like, garage. I'm going to go in there and fuck people up in the pit. I'm like, dude, that's not what it's about. No, it's not what it's about. I mean, not and given none of you guys, like you, Scott, Matt, and all of them, you'd been to local. You None of you had been to local shows, really. Right. I mean, maybe you, but them, no. I had been to local shows. I yeah. knew what moshing 
was about in yeah. terms of like camaraderie and shit. Yeah. So like they were like, oh yeah. I mean, Scott was never in a pit, so I don't. I can leave <laughs> him is, out. Which is sad. Cause... I know because he could he could hardcore dance. Yeah, he could. <laughs> he was very agile for his for his. He's bigger than you. He's okay. a dancing and bear, he's, and he's agile as fuck. I he's got he ups. I wish he was here. I do too. He almost was. He almost was. He said he had to work today though. Yeah. He tried. Um, I remember I saw. I think it was like back to back years or something on Warped Tour. Cause I went to Warped Tour like fucking like eight years in a row or something. Never went. So surprised. It's I so funny because like I wanted to go I so have, bad like, to see parallel Parkway. universe memories of like Warped Tour with you. I never went to. But, I never went there because uh, I always wanted to go so I could see Bowling for Soup. I wanted mm-hmm. to go see Yellow Card. Uh, I wanted to see Parkway Drive and A Day to Remember. Parkway Drive. I feel like they were there like every fucking year for a while. Yeah. Um, now it's like they're 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 like one of my favorite bands, but like and they used to be my favorite band to see live. Yeah. Once I finally saw them. Now it's like I don't really care to see them live because they play more of their newer stuff, which isn't sure. very where, where August Burns Red is still doing their fucking jams and their fucking hard yeah, hitting well, shit. Um, I can't remember the name of the album. Um, if you know it, th- shout it out. Um, but the show they did with Silverstein last summer, it was, the, it was like a 10 year. I think it was a 10 year. They were doing like a 10 year um, like anniversary of Constellations. Constellations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they, they just played the album front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool, but um, I saw them on their ten-year messengers tour with Protest the Hero and uh, Protest the Hero '68. '68, mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's just a two-man band with I can't remember what bands they're from. Yeah, but they're crazy. Um, um, I saw them with '68 opened up for Bring Me the Horizon here a couple years ago. I have a love-hate relationship with Bring Me the Horizon. I like their newer stuff. See, I liked their older stuff. And I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, like, um, it's like the wordiest fucking album title ever. Sempi- oh, fuck, I know uh, what you're talking about. It's, it's before Sempy Turtle. There is a hell, believe me, I've seen yeah. it. There is a heaven, let's keep it a secret, something like that. I probably butchered that. God, I hated that whole phase of bands, like, making super obscure song and album titles yeah like a day to remember is fucking also notorious mr highway's thinking about the end new jersey legion iced tea yeah if if you made a wax larry what are you made of yeah ub tales i'll be sonic like just super being said i fucking love a day to remember yeah um the plot to bomb the panhandle panhandle. yeah they don't do that as much now no they don't uh right around like with like common courtesy coming out that's kind of when they when they stopped doing it because like they were really guilty of that on uh Homesick. Homesick is probably the worst one uh, in terms of like just obscure fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's one titles. of their best albums. It is really good. My favorite has got to be uh, For Those Have Heart. I love that album. Uh, that's probably a top 10 that's album. That's their first, isn't it? Uh, second. Their okay. first was, uh, and their name was Treason. Yes, that's right. My favorite is, it's probably a Common Courtesy. Common Courtesy is great. The thing is, like, I'm, 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 this is probably a hot take. I'm not a Data Rover fan. It's yeah. probably like a hot take given like the kind of music we listen to. But like, it's the, that way with Silverstein. It's this way with like a day to remember. Like if you can sing, if you're a great singer and a good screamer, gun to my head, I would rather listen to you sing. Um, you know, which is why I like you know Common Courtesy. That that's probably their most clean vocal heavy album. Yes, outside of Violence. Um, well, I mean, even uh, um, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. Yeah. Yeah, they have like a couple of songs on that that are like really... life lessons learned the hard way. Like they get they got some he- they got some heavy bangers in that album. Yeah, they do. But but there's also a lot of like 
I mean, did you ever listen to the the, the follow up album to that? Um, Bad Vibrations. Yeah, not really. It's a more mature album for sure. That's what I've heard. Well, I saw like they released like a video or something, or they were like released a new song recently. My friends sent it to me. Like they had some really good like Paranoia. That was a really super like punk song, and I yeah. loved it. I'm not a big punk guy. You can ask this guy. He's a he's a huge punk guy, like, physically and punk. literally. <laughs> he's he's in a punk band called Yesterday's Chips. Check us out. Oh, We're shit. terrible. Okay, I know uh, Mike Smith. Oh, oh shit, you Mike know Mike? Smith. We used to work together. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. At the theater. We worked together at the movie theater, yeah. Yep. Mike's my, uh, Mike's my homie. I went to his so, house. That yeah. was the house I went to. Oh, shit. <laughs> Everything's coming full circle. Yeah, well. Yes. I forgot you. I totally forgot you should work with him. Yeah. I remember there was this one kid that we worked with, and I was in high school at the time, so, you know, I was still wrestling. Mm-hmm. There was this kid we worked with who was, uh, his name was John. And he was the biggest like liar and exaggerator you've ever met. And like, I've met some pretty fucking bad liars and exaggerators, but like this kid told me that somebody tried to break into his house, steals computer. And he sent him to the hospital by hitting him in the spine with a battle ax. That is a 100% true um, story that was told to me. That is in no way, shape or form true. <laughs> so that's the kind of human being we're dealing with. Well, everybody we worked with at the theater hated him. That was super awesome to watch on the, on the video. Oh, I'm sure. Cause I just disappeared. Dis- Holy shit. Disappeared. <laughs> and, uh, hang on. Oh yeah. Neat. Oh wow. Now your foot disappeared. Now my foot's gone. Oh if God. Only, if only I was a little taller. I'm scared. But anyway, scared. No, uh, we were, we were upstairs and like getting something out of the stock room. And this guy was with me and like I said, everybody fucking hated him. And Mike didn't really like a whole lot of people, but Mike liked me. Sounds like Mike. And, uh, this kid was like, he was making a comment about how he was like training to be some kind of like fighter or this or that. And I'm like, okay, clearly you're not. I'm like, dude, you're like six, two. And you made me like a buck 15. Like you're, yeah. you're not anything. You're not. And he tried to do something to me. And I like, kind of hip tossed him and I just had him on the ground like the way I would if I was like actually in a wrestling match with somebody and Mike walked out of our manager's office and looked at me and just goes <laughs> and just walked down the stairs I was like I can see it I, I can see it. it I was like yeah <laughs> like that. I was like that's all the approval I've ever needed uh, I yeah. can just see it Mike's one of my best friends yeah Mike's good dude yeah he uh, him and I and my buddy Tyler kind of started the chips and uh, we've been a band for like five years now nice Mike what do you play i sing okay well i don't sing i yell i'm not sure. much of a singer i'm a yeller but uh mike uh, mike started playing drums mm-hmm. and now he uh plays guitar okay for us we just got a drummer finally it's been like almost a year so yeah we've been, we've been drummerless oh shit my friend is a drummer but he just moved to arkansas parker mm-hmm. you know, you oh know parker. i know parker yeah we used to play i played a bunch of shows with parker parker sluts I mean, I, I, how do you, how would you even put Parker and I's relationship into work? Your butt buddies. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easily. <laughs> I didn't say easily. Oh. It's easy. Yeah. Parker and I, the way we always joked about it in high school was we were quote that probably gay couple. <laughs> I remember one time, like, so that mayhem festival, we were supposed to, it was either that mayhem festival or some other concert we were going to go together. I think I, I drove all the way out to your house and bumfuck between Rossville, Kokomo and Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. I drove out there to get money from you. Cause I got your tickets. Yeah. And you guys were just tossing a ball back and forth. And like, I was just waiting like patiently. Oh, you that's, guys, that's, that's, you, yeah. it was like a good 15 minutes. I was just standing there watching if you guys Parker were to show my at my parents' house today. That's, that's what we would do for like <laughs> hours. That's on awesome. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Parker's play. Uh, Parker played in uh, the Sluts, yep. and we played a lot of shows with the Sluts. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah, Parker and I, we we kind of both kind of discovered music together. I remember we, uh, I bought um, a Hawthorne Heights CD in 06. Uh, it was uh, If Only You Were Lonely. And, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I got this Hawthorne Heights CD. It had a DVD with it of uh, bands that were on Victory Records which meant nothing to me at the time. But then I started watching this DVD, and it was like a buckload of music videos, and this thing, was, this thing was probably an hour and a half long. And that was how I fell in love with so many bands. Like, Aiden was one of my favorite bands growing up. Yeah. Maybe I remember you that. tried to get me into Aiden, and I was like, nah. I still, I still, I can listen to, you know, so much of their, their shit, and I'm like, it, you know, there's nothing, like, technically impressive about it but like i still enjoy it <laughs> yeah uh, that was how i found silverstein um a tr- that was how i found a treyu and all these bands and i it's like i let parker borrow that i'm like dude like these bands are also fucking cool and like that influenced everything we did for like the nice. rest of high school yeah. for the next like five or six years it was all like that was the music we listened to that was kind of so funny dressed. that was this i that tried was that. starting a band with parker like back in 2013 i think and he was supposed to drum but he didn't have any cymbal stands he needed those, so he was he was basically unable to drum for me. So I was like, "Well, we'll just wait until you get it." But I'll jam with this other guy. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I could borrow, I could borrow some from my friend Zildjian." I was like, "His name's Zildjian." Yeah, his name's Zildjian. So like, I and that was before I ever met him. Like five years later, I finally meet Zildjian. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I've heard so much about you years ago." <laughs> Zibby was in Zildjian was in my band for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he played guitar for you, didn't he? Yeah. This, this whole conversation is coming very full circle. Yeah. There's people just like it's names just the, that I've known for like it's just the Ross, Rossville Mulberry area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I got I knew all those guys because of the band. Because we met the Sluts at the Doom Room. Yeah, I think they were playing a show, and we went there to hang out because we we heard about the Sluts. Because someone's like, Dave, they're taking your shit, man. There's a dirty <laughs> punk band taking your shit. I'm like, what? We <laughs> <laughs> became friends with them. Yeah. yeah. I was I was very happy when like yesterday's chip started playing like just because like it was it was different than what I had heard from everything else like I'm not a big punk guy but I really enjoy what the chips do and did so we're coming just, back we're coming good. back we've been, we've had a lull for a while we you have just, a drummer you just, now you just sing punk songs about being fat yeah that's not all we're doing <laughs> we're, we're trying to go a little more in a different direction we're still keeping the fat we're still keeping. Keeping all that. So you're bowling for soup if you're kind of the heaviest band in rock and roll. (laughs) I listened to their podcast, the Rockstar Dad Show. They had uh, uh, the bass player from Good Charlotte on the other day. Oh, Uh, fuck. That was was cool. But speaking of that, so you you asked me, you showed me the lead singer syndrome podcast. Yeah. And who who does he sing for? Silverstein. Shane told. Okay. So he... I, I I never subscribe to that one, but every so often I'll check back to see who he's had on there. And he had fucking Scott Stapp from Creed on there recently. Saw, yeah. And it's like the shortest interview ever because he talks he talks up the interview for like 15 minutes and then he finally gets to the interview and it's so it's like uh, super short and concise. But um, my favorite because I found out that he had Ryan Key on yes, for an episode. That was, like, oh, that was the first one I listened to. That was the first Dude. one I listened to. And then I listened to the one with uh, Jake Lures from yeah. August Burns Red. Um, I feel like he had one with Anthony Ranieri from Bayside. Probably. Yeah, um, he did. 
which makes sense. I mean, those, the, you know, Bayside and Silverstein have done songs together. Um, dude, it's so funny. They're on, they're on Silverstein's new album. They have a song called Take What You Give. And it has um, Pierre, the lead singer from uh, Simple Plan. Oh, yeah. On it with them. Like, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> that was um, that was Miranda and I's second date with Simple Plan. Seeing oh, no, them, still, still, them at Purdue. I still fuck with Simple Plan. Now you have a puppy together. Now we have a puppy together. <laughs> um, Update, guys. We have a puppy now. It's fucking adorable. Says Dave. We wish it was right here. Yes. Hey, Mom. I see you in here. Hi, Mom. My mom's in the chat. Hey, I met your mom, mom once. Mm-hmm. Um, at your wedding. Mm-hmm. No, I remember Parker and I started a band in high school. And here's how it went. I was going to be the singer, which was pretty obvious. Parker was going to be our drummer. Why do you say it's obvious? Because I was a fucking choir kid. I've always been... A singer. I remember you bragging about being able to sing in the same like register as Amy Lee. Uh, I can sing uh, my immortal just like uh, Amy Lee can. It doesn't sound as good as Amy Lee, but <laughs> I can do it. Um, but no, uh, but we would just like pick like our buddies and be like, all right, man, you're going to be like a guitarist. But I like, didn't know how to play fucking guitar. <laughs> That's like, like Parkway Drive. We'd be like, all right, this guy's our bass player. And he's like, I don't even know what a bass is. We're like, yeah, good enough. Like, you're in. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's like Parkway Drive. So like, like halfway the through their <laughs> like second European tour, like their, their, dr- or their bass player is like, hey guys, I'm heading home. I'm having a kid. I want to be there. Yeah. Like I'm out. I'm done. So they needed a bass player. So, but they didn't want to just, then the label was ready to send them any, any guy that they had at yeah. their disposal. And they're like, no, we want someone we know and trust. So they, they talked to their guy. I, I can't, I don't, I can't remember the guy's name, but he had never picked up a bass in his life. So he literally bought a bass, learned all their songs in like three days and, Fuck, and, just, and just, and flew out. That's to annoyingly him. impressive. And he's been, he's been in the band since. That's pretty fucking <laughs> He's like the goofiest fuck ever. That's awesome. If you ever get the chance to watch any of Parkway Drive's like documentary, like <laughs> movies, watch them. They're great. Like, and, and especially you have like a DVD I could borrow for like twelve years. No, um, I still have that Thirty Six Crazy. I Fist ended up DVD. getting a new one. Yeah, I know. That's why I still have it. Because <laughs> I well, they had it. So when I saw Thirty Six Crazy Fist in Kokomo for the uh, first time, they actually had it in their Kokomo. merch booth. That's, that's so obscure. <laughs> well, the, yeah, they used to have Center Stage Bar and Grill, which. They they had Whitechapel and Devil Driver there. Hell yeah, played there. Asking Alexandria played there. Like, fuck! I should have spent more time in fucking Kokomo growing up. I, no, I, I, I no, saw I saw Prong have. there. <laughs> it's Kokomo. If you know who Prong is, I saw Prong there. I don't. Was that the one Loose Fist played? Yeah, Loose Fist played. Yeah, uh, and then there was uh, who else? Did I see there. I saw I, I saw a Threat Signal there. Affiance was supposed to play that show. It was Threat Signal and uh, Black Tide. I saw Black Tide at the very first Mayhem Festival. They were like the very first band to play. Um, I think they were all kids. Um, then I saw 36 Crazy Fist there. That was like probably one of the last shows I went to there. Um, yeah, 30, but they had that at their merch table, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm I just going to get 36 it. Crazy Fist on the drive home. I probably, haven't listened to, I probably haven't listened to them in like two or three years. But like, listen to um, a Snow-Capped Romance. That CD is amazing. Okay. Or, uh, so Time and Trauma, that's their second to last CD. Okay. Both amazing CDs, if you get the chance. Did you ever get a chance to listen to uh, In Flames' newest album? Yeah. I In, the Mask? Yeah, I the Mask is great. I love that. That it, was so fucking good. It was such a step up from, like, the last couple records. Yeah, because they're Given, all stuff, like, uh, was it Come Clarity? Uh, yeah, Come Clarity, that's like, a great that's CD. A, that all, those albums are so good. The, there's the there's come clarity there's the next cd which was 
I don't even remember what the next CD was. Uh, Sense of Purpose. That was a good one. And then... Um, was it Sense of Purpose before Come Clarity? No, it was right after. Really? I thought it was older. Uh, then they had um, Sounds of Clay- Playground Fading, which a yeah. lot of people really hated. I liked it. I liked it. I, not as much as the others. The next one after that, I have never listened to and don't plan on listening to. Uh, however, I did listen to the one after that called Endgame. Why, why the aversion to the one... Before I've just that. heard it's terrible. And I, I actually have listened to a little bit of it. And I'm like, I'm not into this. Sure. Uh, Endgame was like a step back in the right direction. I enjoyed okay. it. I listen, I think I listened to it a couple times and never touched it again. And then I, the mask, and I was like, wow, this is really fucking I, the good. mask is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, follow me is I, I like, I listen to that song for like three days. Just I straight. really hate the song. This is our house. <laughs> It's just, oh, it's just too cheesy. Yeah. I'm like, this is stupid. This is totally not in flames. You ever listen to in flames? A little bit, a little. Yeah, I mean, Clayman will forever be the best. That come clarity, but I've been getting super into listening to like old, like hardcore, yeah, like 90s hardcore, like Earth Crisis yeah. and Judge and all those like, you know, like fucking Bane and Snapcase. I've just been getting into that kind of shit. I know. I'm like. I have, since we haven't been doing the show as much, I, I haven't been able to talk about the, the fucking hardcore meme where the guy's dancing. Oh, from and, Arms Way. And you can just you can put any music to it. <laughs> just, That's one of my favorite. <laughs> Dude, I I mean I've always had a really diverse like music yeah. taste. Because outside of country music, there's not really anything I don't like. And even then there are country music, country songs that I like. Old country's good. Um like I think if I were to sit down and listen to like an entire Zach Brown band album, I think I'd enjoy it. But yeah, like uh, easily. But like they're like they're very so talented. The songs that I, I like are Prama. Well, um, I've been like I've even like been branching out even further lately. Yeah. You know, I the, uh, like the past few weeks, the artist I've listened to the most or like the most consistently is uh, Bob Dylan. I'm sorry. Hey, shut I'm, up! I'm fucking. Mad. I mean, much respect to Bob Dylan as a songwriter. However, I, I hate Bob Dylan. I can't stand his music. Oh, yeah, I like great fucking writer, a legendary writer. No, I, I'm just like I'll just like people get get it so mixed up when someone, for the most part, when like especially I say I hate a, a certain artist because I still have respect for him. Mm-hmm. Like nobody understands that everybody thinks I say I hate him means like I don't I have no respect for him. It's yeah, like, no, not the case at all. Like I definitely respect what they did for music. I just yeah. don't. They're not my thing. Like I, I found so with being at my parents' house for the past you know few months, I've been so desperate to just get the fuck out of the house. Like yeah. if my parents need anything from the store, I'm like, I'll let's go, 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 go get it. it. Like I got yeah. it. Yeah, give me a list. I'm your, I'm your guy. Like to the point, I'll just go for drives. You know, just out in the country or whatever. And I found that like if I just have like Bob Dylan playing in the car, like the windows down, I'm just like driving. I'm like this is actually kind of fucking cool. As somebody who doesn't really like driving all that much. I'm like, this is, I can get behind this. Like, this is, this is fine. Mm-hmm. So it really bums me out. And given I, I haven't really tried either, but like, this is the first time I've seen you since you've been home. And I, I mean, I, well, I haven't really tried for it at it's all. Worth, uh, we, we uh, had a solid couple months there where that was not going to be an option. Yeah. Very true. I mean, fuck, there's still, there's still plenty of friends that I haven't seen since I've been home. Mm hmm. I'm really glad you got to see Parker. Or did you? Did you, uh, you? I saw Parker once. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw Parker. Uh, we watched WrestleMania. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get to see. I I didn't get to see Parker or Rachel before they moved. Bums me out. Um. 
Yeah. Um, when he when he told me about it, because I remember uh, we'd gone to a Pacer game, uh, Parker and I, and we went with our friend Adam. Went to a Pacer game, and then afterwards, uh, Adam dropped us off back at my car, and I was like, "Do you want to like go to the vault or something?" He's like, "Hang out. Like we don't, we don't get to do these things anymore." I think I knew about that night, and I wanted to come out so bad. Yeah, I guarantee everything. You get a Snapchat every time I'm at the vault. Yeah. Um, so we were there, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, well, like Rachel's dad has a house, and he also had like fallen recently, and so like we might go down there." And then I never really heard anything about it, even like when we would talk. And then out of like the fucking blue, he posts on Facebook, like, hey, like I'm leaving in like 10 days. And I'm like, oh shit. Cause like with me going back to New York, that that's sneaking up on exactly nobody. Like I talk about New York an annoying amount. Like mm-hmm. I get that. Um, like everybody fucking knows, like, oh Austin's okay, that's that's Austin's plan. Like he's okay. Yeah. But like Parker, we talked about it one time. Saw each other, didn't talk about it. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe it was just kind of a thing they talked about and decided against. Because, like, he doesn't like Indiana. I can't imagine he would like Arkansas that much more. <laughs> right? An even more red state. Like, yeah. that's, not, that's not his cup of tea. Um, but, you know. <laughs> and that's all she put a thing on Facebook saying, like, their house has, like, shitty fucking service. So, I'm like, mm. oh, good. So, like, communication is going to be even right. more even worse. Even more so that, that's her dad's house? Uh, that, that's the way Parker explained Okay, it, yeah. her dad's an interesting fellow. Uh, I I I, I liked him, and then he didn't like me. <laughs> her and I Did used you do to something hang. to offend him. Uh, her and I used to hang out, and then one night, like I was just there until like five a.m. Uh-huh. We were just hanging out, and uh, he comes downstairs, and like we had heard him start coming downstairs. So sure. I was like, like, oh shit, I know I'm not supposed to be here. Where I have a fucking story like that for you, and she <laughs> he comes down and like she was passed out so like i was just basically sitting there yeah and just hanging out and she was passed out and you were just sitting go home you weirdo yeah that's a little it, weird. it wasn't weird. weird it wasn't long after she had passed out like I, did I, you know she was passed out yeah i mean it was okay then you, we, you are, we were then hanging you are out we were hanging out that's weird no it's we weird. were hanging no also here's the thing we no offense out. but like if we're hanging out it's weird and i'm on the verge of falling asleep get out of my house if I'm on the verge, I don't want you there anymore. Yeah. I might still love you, but like, get the fuck out. Get out. <laughs> he comes downstairs and I shoot up because like it looks That weird. looks so much worse. It, it, it totally worse. did. It totally did. And so uh, he's like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> did he say that? Oh, yeah. He's like, you get the fuck out of my house. I respect this guy. And yeah. I said, yes, sir. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I said, yes, sir. I started I walking no out. With, with what and then did. he's like, if I, if I catch you in here, when, I, when you're not supposed to be in here again, well, either I'm going to kick your ass or you're going to kick mine. But either way, get the fuck out. <laughs> I respect everything oh, I know. he said to you. And I said, yeah, I, said, I, said that. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I walked yeah, out okay. of there. So, uh, like, so speaking of being someplace you're not supposed to be, okay. I, uh, it was a couple days after Thanksgiving. I had run into a friend while I was Black Friday shopping, one of my friends from high school. And he was like, hey, I'm here for a few more days. I was like, yes, I'm mine. I was like, let's let's go. Let's go out to the bars while uh, uh, while we're here. Like, Hell yeah. Sounds great. Just let me know. when." So we wound up at the at the vault with our it's so me, my friends, Robbie and Adam. Well, my friend Adam knew this girl. He was like, oh, I think I could hook you up with this girl. And I'm like, I'm listening. <laughs> so okay. he, gives, he gives me he gives her my number like she and boom like this girl follows me on fucking snapchat instagram all this stuff like right off the bat so i'm like okay this is interesting it's a done deal yeah so i'm thinking okay i'm cool i'm gonna you know spit game with this girl so i'm we're gonna text so we're at the vault and then we after we leave the vault we go to chumley's and my phone dies 
But before my phone had died, I was talking to this girl. And she was like, oh, my friend and I are brothers. You should come up here. And I was like, I'm a little old to be hanging on campus bars. Like, it's That's just what I've been saying. Know. But somehow I keep ending up there. I also go to Harry's. Harry's is different. I've never been to Harry's. What? I've never been to Harry's. What are you doing after this podcast? Uh, Gonna get some food and I gotta work in the morning. Harry's does have, Harry's has fucking great food. But anyway. Oh my God. I have a bot. I have a spam bot on Twitch, on, yeah, Twitch right now. Really? Commenting. It says, want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and viewers on adviewers.com. I'll go to it. I uh, No. <laughs> I'm good. It's Anthony Gallo 201. I don't know who you are, pal, but no. Sorry. Um, but no, then, uh, <laughs> so I was talking to this girl. And she's like, oh, you guys should come out to the campus bars. You should do this, you should do that. And I'm like, well, I might get laid. But like. Also, I don't want to go to campus bars. So we so, so you went to a campus bar. So yeah, we did. <laughs> and this is after my phone died. Okay. My phone being dead is an, is a very crucial part of the story. So we my phone is dead. We go to Harry's. This girl and her friend meet up with us. So there's now five of us there. My friend Robbie is married. My friend Adam is married. So I'm talking to these two girls. One of whom may or may not have been married. But so I'm talking to these girls and like I pull my friend aside. Like we go to the bar to get drinks together. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I think I could like hook up like one or both of these girls. He's like, Oh, you for sure. could." He's like, these girls are like all about you right now. I was like, so, affirmation. So, <laughs> so, so, so the one girl, the one who's married, she is like trashed. And she's like, all right, I'm going to dip. I'm going home. We're like, all right, that's kind of weird. Especially cause you're driving and that's a horrible idea. Um, I'd like to point out that she made it home safely and everything. Well, but, that uh, that's solid. But that's I still good. don't. I still don't endorse the decision. Um, the other girl. So my friend Adam is like, "Oh, I'm gonna take Austin to this girl's house." We did not know this girl. This was not the girl that my friend knew. We all met her this night. So we're like, "Who the fuck is this girl?" But whatever. So he's like, "I'm gonna take Austin to her house." So he drops Robbie off in his car. Robbie was my ride to Lafayette. So Robbie gets in his car, gets out. He gets out, and this like, I'm sitting in the back seat. The girl sitting next to me, she's got like her head on my shoulder, and Robbie looks at me. He's like, "I was like." <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I guess, yeah, cool. So he leaves. Adam then drops me off this, drops us off at this girl's house. She, she's like, wait a second. She's like, let me see if my sister's awake. Because if my sister is uh, awake, you're not gonna be able to come in. But if she's asleep, then we're gonna go. I'm like, all right, whatever. So she goes in. She doesn't even fucking like. She goes to the door, opens it, and it turns on. It's like, Mike. I guess I'm staying here. Kind of okay. looking at my friend. Kind of looking at my friend Adam. Like, what? We didn't talk about this. What are we doing? <laughs> So I go inside and this girl like makes it abundantly clear off the bat. Like we're not hooking up. She makes it very clear. Like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now. And I'm like, then why am I here? Like, why am I right. be an asshole. But like, why am I here? This is all the way out near like fucking like West Lafayette high school. That's oh, wow. how far off the beaten path we are at this point. And I'm like, well, then why am I fucking here? My phone, keep my, my phone being dead. I'm like, I don't, how am I going to get a hold of my friends? Well, Adam texted this girl and was like, Hey, uh, let me get your address one more time. That way I can come pick up Austin later if he needs it. She was like, oh, it's fine. I'll take him home tomorrow. And I'm like, so you're just stuck. I'm stuck. So luckily, thank God, because I have an Android. You know, most people have iPhones. I have an Android. I mean, so, micro USB cables are easy. It's not a micro USB. Anymore, oh, it's, though. it's C. Yeah. That's what I mean. So a lot of people don't have that. Luckily, this girl fucking did. So I'm like, oh, hey, can I charge my phone for a couple minutes? I text her. I throw the charger and turn my phone on. I text Robbie. I'm like, yo, I don't know where you're at. Get the fuck back here. Here is what I remember about how to get to the house. And he's like, dude, this is, you're giving me nothing. I'm like, well, I'm giving you all I have. Just so fucking get here. Come here. So he's like, fucking get here, man. I'm like, so, so I'm still like staying awake. Cause this girl's like, no, just like come here and like fall asleep with me. I'm like, no, 
like, no, this is no for two reasons. One, that's not why I came here. And two, no, my buddy's on his way. I'm going to leave your house. So he finally shows up and I see headlights pull up outside. And it's like four in the morning. And I'm like, hey, I think Robbie's here. She's like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would Robbie know where I lived? Maybe Adam told him. And she's like, all right, whatever. That's probably not him. Just go to sleep. Don't fucking leave. I'll be right out. No, I'm pretty sure that's him. So we're talking about it for like a few minutes. And finally she's like, well, let me see if my, she's like, let me see if my, I think my sister might've woken up. If she woke up, I can't let you leave. Those were her exact words. I can't let you leave. Like what uh, the fuck? Yeah. Sister's a vampire. Well, she's like, if my sister's awake, I can't let you leave. But like, so she opens again, opens her fucking bedroom door and closes it on to me. Like, yeah, my sister's awake. I, I can't let you leave. You need to just fall asleep. I just said one fucking word. I turned around. I opened this girl's window. I crawl out. <laughs> and it's raining. I sprint through her yard in the rain. I get in my buddy's car and he's just dying because he just watched me crawl out a window. And like, but I told that story to my buddy's mom, like you do. And she was like, I don't think that girl had a sister. Like, I think she was just trying to fucking kidnap you. The other part of it, like the yep. whole night we were out, she kept talking about how she wanted to be a cop and how she was looking forward to being a cop. And I was like, ooh, I am not the guy for you then. Cause like, I have done like not super legal things. <laughs> Climbing out of a window looks Ugh. pretty sketchy I mean, as well. Sketchy, but that was just, I mean, that was probably saving my own fucking Escape. life. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Going. You, you're going to get kidnapped. Like, that's just, that's just so weird to take a guy home from the bar and just, I mean, I'm sorry and not to sound like shallow, but like if you're taking that's a guy, kind of what you do if, if you take somebody home from a bar, if you're taking somebody home from the bar, you're not just, because it's not a sleepover. I'm sorry. It's like, it's not, you know, it's not that if you take somebody home from a bar, it needs to be like, we need to have sex and stuff. Stay up, talk, hang out, hang spend out more time together, get to know each other. Not there was like, none of that. Like, it was like dead. Like, we walked in the fucking so door. Given, and she was like, all right, good night. I was like, what? Basically, Miranda and I's like first night together, like, that's what happened. I brought her back to my place and nothing happened because she was just because he can't so, close. She was no, oh. she was just so gone. Like I just couldn't let her drive home. I thought so, you were gonna say she was so gone I couldn't do anything. I was be like, respect. Good no, for you. No, 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 she don't absolutely. take advantage of women. Absolutely. Like that I I told her, I was like, look. I live five minutes away. We are at the end zone for some reason. Everyone. Uh, good food. It's good, good food. Not um, the best place. But yeah, we were at the end zone. She was just gone. And uh, like, because her friend didn't, her, her friend kept ordering shots, but not taking any of them. So she took them all. And she's like, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to go home. And I was like, where do you live again? She's like, Frankfurt. I'm like, no, no, the fuck you're not. I'm like, no, yeah, I live like five minutes away. I promise you, like, I don't normally do this. This isn't normally like a, I'm, I'm not a hookup guy. So like, I, nothing's going to happen if you don't want it. <laughs> but like, so like we went home, I put on Deadpool and she sat on my bed. Of course you did. She sat on my bed. Ugh. <laughs> Just hunched over. Ugh. What no, up, thanks. Nick Maxson? Glad you could accidentally join. Again. Nick Maxson. <laughs> Nick Maxson. I miss you, buddy. I saw him the other day. We really? hung out. He made like the most bomb chorizo burger. Ooh, oh, shit. my God. And I was really worried to, about that one, too, because they were super thick and they cooked extremely fast. Mm. So I was like, there's no way that thing is cooked. But because his, his grill just got so hot. Yeah. And it just. But no, it was cooked and it was amazing. That burger that sounds delicious. was incredible. It was for Austin's birthday. Austin oh, that's right. Pills. Yeah, I was able to Pill. make to that. Yeah, was able to make it to that. Well, not while I was there. Not many people were there. I mean, I was there from like four to nine, I think. 
how many people showed up, but you know, and I think the last person to show up was like Zach Flynn. Oh wow! So I haven't seen Zach in a while. He doesn't have hair anymore. What? He cut his hair. Oh god. Yeah. Last yeah. time I talked to Zach was my my birthday. He like Facebook mentioned me. He's like, "Hey, I don't normally do this because I forget and it's bullshit." Let's talk about your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, talk about it. It's fine. So he throws a Zoom party, a Zoom birthday party, because that's what was going on. Yeah, it's like, the virus, you know, the virus, the corona. I respect the responsibility. So he throws a, a Zoom birthday party, and so uh, over the course of this last two months, we've had a bunch of like uh, super casts on the right. Journey into Comics Network where. A bunch of us just to get together. And here's Dave and every single one of them. It's because everyone talk. I don't want to talk. Uh, talk no, over he, everyone he's, he, then... he's not a person that like talks over people. If sure. you haven't noticed this episode. Yeah, I try not to. Yeah, 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 no. he, he likes to chime in, you know, and it, it's it's usually good shit. You know, he, he's like me. We're, yeah. bo- we're both chimers. However, I'm like kind of the head host. So I got to I got to keep it moving. I'm the opposite. I, back I just I just you I, just talk, I can just go. which is great for a podcast. It's absolutely great. Uh, but no, so he's <laughs> everything. He's like, he's just like in the back. He's just sitting there like just listening like he's, he's like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. Was very exactly. <laughs> in my own it's, house. it's like he's, it's like he's just listening to the show. Yeah, he's, like which honestly, when, whenever I guest on a show, like I'll just sit there and listen. And like, oh yeah, I'm not actually listening to the show in my headphones. I'm actually on the show. <laughs> uh, that that happened to me a couple times. I, I joined some live streams for some like beard YouTube channels, and I joined a live stream for that. And I was like, they're like, yeah, you don't talk much, do you? I'm like, oh shit, I'm actually on like, this. I'm, <laughs> I'm used to just watching. This. I'm just listening. Um, but no, so we get to his birthday party. Yeah, and it's like. It's like the Brady Bunch. There's like, there's like there's nine, there's like nine to sixteen panels of just people, and we're all talking. Like this, these people are having a conversation. These people are having a conversation, uh-huh. and here's I get just, lost in it. <laughs> and here's just Dave, just like, <laughs> just, 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 just smiling away like he's got his birthday hat on i love this (laughs) my buddy steve is like i love how excited dave gets for people to come to his own birthday parties every time i log in i'm like hey yeah (laughs) yeah it it was a good time i I was on it for a short bit yeah it was was Uh, fun but what was the uh the birthday party detail that uh you uh you told us about prior to to starting the podcast Involving a white claw. Oh, oh I yeah. shotgun a white claw. Oh, I did shotgun shit. a white claw. I did. Tyler I missed McLaughlin that. Told me to shotgun a white claw. What flavor? Uh, I think it was the watermelon one. I bought the newer ones. Okay. And those were pretty good. Pretty good. The only I, I've had I uh, when I was at a party like like a like two days before I moved back from California, my friend brought a case of black cherry white claw to a party that's and like, and, like left and left them there. So I drank the whole case. That's like the black cherry of Mike's hard. It's like, it's, it's just the most common one. I was gonna say, yeah. it, was, it was very, it had kind of like a medicine-y taste to it. Cause like, I like bit. seltzer water. I, I do. I like LaCroix. I like bubbly. I love those things. So I was like, Oh, this will be great. And I tried, I was like, this isn't awesome. I, I couldn't like, get into white claw. It. And then I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't follow the craze. Dude, it, it took off. It did. Thanks to fucking Trevor Wallace. Ain't no Wallace. Dude, the claws. it totally took off. And, like, I feel like at first people were only drinking it, like, excessively because of the craze of it. Oh, of course. But, but then people actually started liking trend. it. 
then yeah. people actually started liking it. And it's like, I can't tell if you're drinking this ironically or you actually enjoy this because I don't enjoy this. Well, and the thing is, like, the thing <laughs> I that I always it. think is so I interesting like is, like, White Claw had been out for a decent amount of time really? prior to it blowing up. And I know Natterdays really blew up around here. Yeah. In our is, friend group. Is that the, the Natty <laughs> Light that's like yes. a strawberry lemonade? Strawberry yes, lemonade. and it's actually... Well, I actually shit. didn't hate that. It's actually like, pretty My friend had a case. Especially if you start drinking it while you're already like buzzed then it's like okay i can we did a this. power hour with that oh man wow and like, that was like how we started our night so brews with cool. dudes episode 100 that was there we in total 10 like i think there was seven or eight of us yeah we were trying to get 10 of us so we could each drink 10 each um sure however only ended up being seven or eight of us so we had so drink- each had to do like like 14 each yeah so most of a most of it was natter day However, sure. we, some of us brought some of our own. We were mostly trying to stick to the Natter Days for the lower. I would have just, I would have just stuck with like hams. But we, well, there's so a lot of hams on there. There rolling was, rock, I think. Yeah, yeah, Rolling Rocks really. Well, we one. tried to stick to those because they were like the lower alcohol content. Lower, exactly. Meanwhile, like some of us were drinking. And zombie it's, a, and it's a much, <laughs> it's a much milder flavor that it goes down so much quicker. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I ended up. I think I drank at least nine or ten of my fourteen beers like man that was rough i uh i told you uh, i uh i had a couple of reconnections with some high school buddies uh this past week the first night i was at my buddy dylan's house until like until like three or four in the morning and he, we were just drinking bud light tall in here i hate bud light bud light is like my least favorite beer because mm-hmm. it was the first beer i ever had and i fucking took a sample like that it's awful i will never drink beer again and then you know fucking here you are beer. drinking nine well i mean at least you're drinking that. a zombie dust there's oh, no Mickey's. Now. I'll drink what you put in my hand. That's that's. I know. I, I know you will. But uh, <laughs> no Mickey's. But uh, then we we threw a birthday party for another guy I graduated high school with. I mean, between those two nights, I probably drank like, like I don't know, like nineteen, twenty beers between those two nights. Solid. And I was like, but I was just like, and then I went out to the vault like a couple days later, and I was like, I'm gonna get like liquor because like I feel like if I have one more beer, I'm gonna just gain like five hundred pounds. <laughs> Like I was like you know yep. you, you just you know you have a night where you drink like twelve or thirteen beers and then you like wake up the next morning and you're just like oof like <laughs> I think I slept with a shirt on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man. That's probably great audio, huh? Solid. <laughs> it's ASMR. Belly ASMR. <laughs> oh yeah, do you hear that? Hmm. Hear that belly slap. That's a 30-year-old white man. That's who's done nothing with his life. That's 30 years old of just wasted potential. Oh, that's hurtful. I feel like he can say that. But accurate. Like <laughs> that's okay. I'm the same way. You, you see, I've lived in cool places. You've lived in cool places. And you've done some pretty fucking cool things. You've done some cool things. You met. You I, had, like, I, I shit you not, dude. Like, you met week. Nick Offerman. That's pretty fucking cool. I did meet Nick it Offerman. And that reminds me of my favorite Parks and Rec episode. No, I'm not. I, we, won't get on, <laughs> we won't get on Parks and Rec again. But uh, no, I had like a, I shit you not, like a really bad like quarter life crisis the other day. I was talking to all my, I was talking to a few of my friends. And quarter I was, life crisis. It's a real fucking thing, man. I remember like, it. Yeah, I get it. Like so many fucking like all of my all of my friends from high school are in. I don't have a single, single friend from high school. Every single one of them is in a relationship or married or married with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, all my buddies from Purdue. 
great jobs, buying houses, most of them married, a couple of them kids. Mm. And then there's me, and I have fucking none of those things. Same. Yeah. Ask me where I'm sleeping tonight. It's my parents' house. So I was there at my quarter life. Yeah. It fucking 2024, I moved back to my dad's. Yep. So uh, just before my 25th, I moved out. I moved I out it. in 19 days. Nice. I have my apartment in New York all lined up. I, I, I was the one, one of the people that voted against you moving. <laughs> just because I want you here. Oh, try, a lot of the votes were very clearly that. <laughs> he, he posted an Instagram poll. And, you know, and I was like, like with, with how hard New York has been hit by the virus. Yeah. Oh, you know, well, yeah. And the thing is, like, New York, it's going to take a long time for New York to open up, especially, like, me, the line of work. I'm surprised you can even move back there right now. Dude, I'm part of, like, three or four Facebook groups that are all like, hey, I need a sublease. Hey, I'm looking for a sublease. Hey, I'm, it's, not, it's just I'm housing. Sh- I was shocked you were able to find something. I found, I found like five or six really good. I found, this is, I think, the fifth apartment I found. The first, the, the fourth one. You've had a lot of fall-throughs, right? Dude, I've had so many fall-throughs. And, like, it sucked. And like, I just, I, 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 like, I gave up. Um, there was, I had one apartment. I met the girl. We talked. We FaceTimed and all this. Um, so, as an aspiring actor slash Broadway actor, you know, any kind of networking I can do is is good right and i met a girl uh whose apartment i was gonna i was gonna sublease i was gonna take over her room and then when she came back from being with her family she was like if you want to resend the lease we can be roommates then cool this girl was in like the national tour of hello dolly so like in the musical theater community she's like connected like she knows she's not like you know a big broadway star but like she's she's clearly talented clearly can get her foot in the door so I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, not only am I getting an apartment and it's cheap, it's in a phenomenal neighborhood. Like, I'm also networking. Holy shit, this is all perfect. And I had, like, signed all the, I signed the roommate agreement. I signed, like, the sublease. I signed all this fucking paperwork. I fucking sent it back to her. I'm getting ready to Venmo her the deposit and the first month's rent. And I get a message and she's like, the, excuse me, the person who was going to take the other room had to drop out because her mom contracted COVID-19. We cannot keep the apartment if only one room is full because we we're not working. We can't afford. We just can't afford to pay. Right. So we have to break our lease. I'm so sorry. I should, the next day I didn't get out of bed. I didn't eat anything. Yeah. I didn't go to the bathroom. I just I. I was so. I mean, I was sad and I was fucking pissed off. And I mean, a lot of it. You know, there was a, a set amount of just feeling sorry for myself. Um, it, it's. It, I mean, I could tell just viewing your Instagram stories and shit over the last few months. It's just been nothing but frustration. Dude, it fucking has been. And yeah. like the thing, but here's the thing that, that kind of brings me back to earth is like as frustrated as I might be over X, Y, and Z. You know, I didn't move to New York as quickly as I wanted to. There are people who have it way fucking worse. Yeah. So it, it, that's the thing that kind of keeps me grounded. And I'll catch myself occasionally whining about this and that. And I feel guilty. But at the same time, like just because we're around the world doesn't mean life has you know, you hit pause. Mm-hmm. Does it slow down? Of course, but like it doesn't come to a complete stop. Yeah, and that's and that's why I've been so desperate to leave. Is like you I feel know, like I'm getting nothing done here. I feel like a lot for a lot of us. Once we hit like our late twenties, early thirties, we I am feel not late twenties. Is twenty seven late twenties? You're almost you're there. On the cusp. You're on the cusp of me. it for sure. Okay, I'm almost. Um, late I'm, my well, 20s are fucking gone. Yeah. But I feel like for a lot of people, uh, once they hit their late 20s, early 30s, they feel like time is running out for some reason. Oh, 
I, I completely get that. Like, it, I feel it, like it's like that know, crisis. I don't know if you guys feel like, but like, I feel like I, I, feel, I always joke that I'm like 27 going on 70. <laughs> well, like, cause I just, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, like this is such a late start to this and that. Like, I'm like, I'm so fucking old. What am I doing? I mean, I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like, I'm 30 years, I'm almost 30 years old and I'm finally credit card debt free. I am not. I'm not debt free, but I'm credit card debt free. I have no credit card payments right now, and like that's I feel I feel very accomplished for it. Given I I had to with credit card debt, I was only able to accomplish that because of COVID (laughs) nineteen. That's awkward. I feel like it's like. That, well, I feel like it affected you the opposite way. No, I mean, than it affected most people. Honestly, I, I was built for this quarantine shit. Like I, I've, I've lived this life perfectly. Oh, I'm a hermit. Uh, but no, so because of it, they were. I was able to withdraw from my four hundred one k. So my own money, mm-hmm. I was able to withdraw from that with zero penalty. Nice. And I, given I didn't, I wasn't able to withdraw as much as I wanted, but it was enough to pay off all of my ex, like my leftover credit card debt. I still have debt. I still have a consolidation loan I have to yeah. pay off, but that's all I have now. Was that why you withdrew the four hundred one k money? Was just to put it towards the credit? Yes. So that way, you know, in so, the coming, if you need, if something were to arise, but that frees up about three hundred dollars a month. So, I mean, I'm, I'm topped out at Subaru. You just walk fucking dogs for a living, man. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm topped out at Subaru, and I haven't like I've been topped out since November 2018, 2019. No, yeah, 2019. So almost two years. Twenty what? 2018. 2018. Yeah. Math. <laughs> so I've been topped out since November six months. <laughs> since almost. Since November 2018, I've been topped out, and I have not seen hardly any of that money. Yeah, because it's all gone to bills and just like the regular living, which, given it's a lot better than most, a lot of eating, a lot more eating out and going to the bars than most, than I should have been. Same. However, over the quarantine, like, so I I was very fortunate in that Subaru paid me for the first three weeks of it given like i think five days of that was taken from my upcoming shutdowns mm-hmm. but either way I, they, they paid me for three weeks of not working yeah and then they're like all right you got to go on unemployment and then it then i got of course i got my stimulus check so there's twelve hundred dollars but i was able to stretch what was left of my paychecks and that twelve hundred dollars all the way until like i think first week of may maybe like the last week of april i don't know it was it was three weeks where i didn't get unemployment yeah but i had all that money because i wasn't going out and i wasn't doing anything that is the one good thing i had always you know i had always talk about you know when i was in between moving back here from california and moving to new york i was like well i can't be here that long because i won't be working my money will run out well you know luckily that, and that's the one way I can say luckily, you know, yeah. because of this. I, yeah, I have Miranda comments. She says bills and beard oil. Because <laughs> I paid, I, pay, I was able to pay all the bills. You fucking love your beard oil. You do. Dude, no, it's just beard products, not oh, just dude. oil. I, I, I spent. It's all the same to me. I don't. I think I probably spent. I had a like, beard once. Roughly <laughs> 200 to $300 beard on beard products. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus but I was him. doing it. I was doing it mostly, well, one, because I enjoy it. Two, because I was trying to build my YouTube and review beard products in a niche 
niche market. Niche. Uh, which I'm about to start a beard a beard podcast. Beardcast. Beardcast. It's not going to be called Beardcast. I guarantee that already exists. It, it probably does. Uh, I have Beardcast. a I have a name in mind. Face however, the, the the only thing really holding me back from like recording it. <laughs> what was it? Facecast. Facecast. <laughs> Also, uh, probably a thing, but it's yeah. probably a thing you probably don't want the to listen only, to. The it. only thing keeping me from recording that exact podcast is the name. I haven't come up with a name yet. I, I do have a first guest. I've already asked him as of today, and he said yes. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered. Huh? Brandon Edging. Oh, man, I will get him. I will get Brandon Edging. He was the bartender at the vault. You, you know him. He's glasses, a huge, huge glasses, beard. Uh, That's Roy. Okay. Huge beard. Love, oh, no. That's right. Uh yeah, Roy, I I need to get Roy on here too as well. Just in general. Yeah. And then there's Alan. Alan's been on the show. Yes. You need to be on here with Alan. I want to be on here with everyone. <laughs> That's why I love Dave. Right? He's like just fucking. He, he just loves people. I do. And mostly. I I have to say this at least once a podcast. He is the best person. Oh my god. You do seem like good people. Thanks, I man. I appreciate. You know, that. and you just met him, and he. And we're already buddies. He gets yeah, we're, you. We're best buds now. Um. Yeah, I, I want to start the beard podcast. I have a name in mind. I don't know if I'm going to go with it because I'm I'm going to try to pull it with people. Mm-hmm. I'm, not gonna, beard I'm not going to say it right now, but it's just going to be it's something I want to record like several episodes and then start putting them out. Sure. Like backlog. Yeah. And it's, it's just whenever I can do it. It's not like a it's not like my full time thing. Podcast is always going to be the full time podcast yeah. that I do. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely, I've definitely gotten into this whole beard lifestyle, bearded lifestyle. Yes, you have. And to be fair, like you've you've been a, a beard connoisseur since, basically since you fucking graduated high school. I have. I've grown a beard since sophomore year, and so, since I graduated high school, yeah, I've I've definitely fully embraced because I always wanted to have a. Beard. I remember when you had a beard and it was like the fucking chin. I was it like, was only the chin. Only and then, the chin. And then I only had the chin strap. I uh-huh. never grew the mustache. I never had just a chin strap. <laughs> Dude. Good. A couple, not long ago, he did not have a beard, and he has a full fucking beard right now. It's probably like three months ago. I, I shaved it all, and I hated it. He shaved it all, and that was the first time I had ever seen him clean shaven in the years that I've known him. Yeah. And I was just like, I am appalled. I am uncomfortable. So was I. <laughs> I was like, I am uncomfortable. I don't know if I want you. I, I don't even know if I want a live stream tonight. <laughs> me doing this. Then, like a week later, he was like, he had enough scruff that I was like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm slightly more comfortable now. We can deal with this. <laughs> yeah, I can't really help much in the beard department. I can grow one. No, but... you got some. You, the, the way your face grows, um, I think it works for you very well. You got yeah, that. You got I, that really neat like scruff. I'm never completely clean shaven. I just take like the electric razor to it, kind of start from scratch where there's still kind of. I would say five o'clock shadow, but like I'm blonde, so it's not really the same thing, but same concept. Mm-hmm. And I'll grow it for, you know, maybe like five or six days and then start again. Because because once it gets to a certain length and we're getting close, I'll probably shave it when I go home tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, when it turns bright fucking red. And uh, like Oh yeah. And I just can't. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. nope. Time to it's, time to it's over. so weird how like no matter what your hair color is, most beards actually have red in them. Most beards. I mean, unless your hair is like black. Yeah, I think just naturally beards go red, and I, I that that's a question I might have to ask like one of the YouTubers I follow. Uh, his name's Dancy Bearded. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I've been very, I've been very uh, participating as much as I can in his like live stream chats and yeah. stuff, trying to get my name out there and stuff. There you uh, go, networking. And I, yeah, and that, that's one of the things. So he he actually did a video with or a live stream with another big beard community vi- YouTuber. Uh, his name's Scuba from the channel Beard Tube, and I actually really like his channel because he's like a don't give a fuck type guy. Meanwhile, Dan C. Bearded, he's a teacher, so he's got to like keep his channel super clean yeah. and informative. Sure. Uh, so I get both ends of the spectrum in one live stream, and like they were talking about like creating a YouTube channel and being a content creator and like yeah. what you can do, giving all these tips and shit. And um, can't remember where I was going with that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I really enjoy both of those channels. Yeah. <laughs> I put so much thought into like the idea of because I remember Nate Manis and I used to joke around about like just like let's start a sports podcast. Yeah, you know, focus predominantly on football. We could both branch out into basketball a good amount. Um, you know, I think he knows probably more about baseball than I do. Like Parker was another one. Like growing like if again, given when we grew up, you know, it wasn't really an option for me and Parker. You know, we weren't going to sit there with a podcast because yeah. that wasn't really a thing. You know, back in like two thousand nine, but. Scott hit me up about starting a podcast recently. He wants to start. He, he, him, and Matt want to start a Destiny podcast. Oh, fucking nerds! I know. I'm like, ah, uh, I mean, cool, good for you guys. Yeah, I, I, I totally support anybody that wants to start a podcast. Yeah, like, and I, I will help in any way I can, be it recommendations, tips, mm-hmm. uh, like I'll mix your shit. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I'll help you. But I, the other things I've I've, I've put thought into as far as content is like I could do movie reviews on like yeah. YouTube like I'm very opinionated um, I tend to see the good in, in most things like it's it's very yeah, absolutely rare that, it's very rare that I find a movie that I like actively despise like, I won't review something I don't like yeah but that I mean and that that kind of um, makes it subjective rather than objective but. yeah well I mean all I think all reviews are unless you're gonna sit there and like your your review is gonna be like, well, the cinematography was like this, and like the lighting was very harsh here, and like you can't really do that. But like I would do that. But the thing is, like, for shit like that, like you need to find a, something that sets you apart, right? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing: like, how many? Like, I I have a couple of people that I subscribe to on YouTube who do who do movie reviews. Outside of that, there's probably what a few hundred, if not more, like who also do movie reviews that I've never fucking heard of. Right. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to just be another one of those. That's kind of what I... Although, that being said, though, like, I, I occasionally review movies on, like, on, like, Instagram or something. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm watching this movie. Well, like, here's what I like about it. Like, mm-hmm. in that sense, I guess, like, it is more for me than for, for anybody else. Like, if, if, if I review a movie and you take something away from it and you're like, I want to watch that, then I guess, great, I did my job. Right, but, yeah. like... You know, I've yeah. been a movie guy my whole life. Like that, yes. that's, I, you know, I like talking about movies. That's. I mean, you. I remember seeing you in plays in high school. Oh Jesus Christ! We're gonna have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if we're not gonna talk about that, which is fine. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, uh, we've hit the two-hour mark, and I, I think it's it's time to bring it down. It's time to bring it to a close. Bring it down. Bring it back. Let's, let's take it back. You know, bring it a little bit. Let's bring it home. Bring it home. Bring That's it home. better. I want to bring it down. Fuck that. Yeah, you're no, right. We don't push right. Up. Let's bring it home. Always push up, never down. I, I, I'm out of practice. It's been two. Break, it's been two months since I've done this. Break through the ceilings. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two months since I've did this. I'm out of practice. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah. So, like, real quick. Uh, Style of a sex tape. <laughs> 
Do we have any recommendations for the week? Like, Dave, do you got any recommendations for people to check out? Uh, yeah, check out Tammy and the fucking T-Rex. Tammy and the T-Rex. All right. Check that out. All right. Austin? Anything you want to plug? I check? don't really know. You know, just go watch some movies. Watch some good movies. Watch some movies. Talk about them to your friends. Hell yeah. There's Hell a lot yeah. of good movies out there. People, there is. People don't watch enough movies. I Amen. Honestly, I, all I have to plug is just my own YouTube channel. The podcast for YouTube channel. Check it out. Because uh, I've been doing those 30% reviews, half-assed reviews from a half-assed dude. <laughs> I got one more plug. Go for it. The Journey into Comics Network. Oh, like shit. That, please. Check out the Journey into Comics Network where you can find all kinds of shows like Journey into Comics, Poor 360, The D-List, Dungeons with Dudes, Dungeons with Dudes. Brews with Dudes. Uh, we have The Voice of Survival. We got the OGs and Journey into Wrestling. Damn right. Journey into Wrestling. Fuck yeah. I need to be on that one. You need to check that out. It sounds like you're interested. I also need to be on that one. That, that, this, I'm a huge wrestling guy. It's so every other Wednesday. I'm about to go watch wrestling when we're done with this. Oh, shit. I'm about to go get some hey, food. You? Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It sounded like that was a big thing. <laughs> I love AEW. <laughs> All right, guys. Austin, thank you for coming. Thank it, you it was really good catching up. Uh, we're gonna have to hang out this weekend or it something. Won't be, well, this won't be the last. This won't be the last. Uh, I'm free this weekend. Miranda's free this weekend. Let's let's hang out this weekend. I am free always, except tomorrow night actually. But All right, cool. That. Well, let's do something Friday or Saturday. Sure. You know, yeah, and then uh, Dave, I'm sure you you can join maybe. I mean, I don't I don't I don't make plans ever. So I mean, you usually end up in the same place as me, anyways. So. I usually do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. If that is all, that is all. Thank you guys for being here, Dave. Thank you. Thank you for thank being you. such an awesome host. I'm okay. You're, you're you the are okay as best host oh, ever. Thanks, bud. And if that is all, that is all. Please make every day a big dick day. Day. <laughs> make it one. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah.